The new one is a sequel. Oh, okay, okay. So I would say try the first one. The first one's called Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. So I would say check that. It usually goes on sale for like 10 bucks or something. It's old game now. But I would say check that and see if you like it because that game is a... Uh, that's the that's the first one. And then the one that just came out is a sequel to that. So if you like the first one, you'll like the new you, one. You if said you it's called like Fallen Order? One, yeah, it's called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, okay. Is 40 bucks. That shit came out in like 2019. Okay. I hold off <laughs> until the shit, shit get cheaper. <laughs> yeah. I miss the days where you could just have a, uh, you could get the, remember the demos? Yeah. I miss them days. They still have them. I think, uh, well, you subscribe to, I think you're on PlayStation Plus, or uh, if you subscribe I, to PlayStation the, Plus, you get like, a, you can play demos, but it's like, I don't know, man. These days, you usually know what you want. Like, there's not, yeah. it's not like back in the day when like. You have no clue how this game looks. Yeah, and a lot of games were shitty, man. It was yeah. like, you want to buy the, like, the, the fucking, one of your favorite cartoons, like fucking Tasmanian Devil. They had a Tasmanian Devil game, but like, it might be shitty, like some studio with three people made it yeah and but now like games are so extensive to make that there's not really any bad games man because it's like yeah this shit costs like movie type budgets to make mm-hmm. so it's not as many it's not like you fucking back in the day when we used to go to blockbuster and you just had to roll the dice yeah and be like <laughs> fuck you get some bullshit you fucked for the weekend man <laughs> yeah the, the worst game what's the worst game you bought the worst game i i bought uh, or I wanted and got was Pokemon Snap. Yeah. That- <laughs> oh my God, that was the worst game ever. I was so pissed. <laughs> that was my Christmas, man. <laughs> that was like oh, my cri- that was like my game for Christmas. Ah, and, and remember back then, it wasn't no real Pokemon games outside of yeah. the Game Boy. <laughs> you didn't know that was like a picture game. No, man. I did not, man. <laughs> Oh my god, I was so pissed. Oh man. Oh, that was awful, man. I'm like, I can't believe they made a game like that. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that, what that, was y'all thinking? That was wild, man. <laughs> <laughs> a, a whole game of just taking pictures? Yeah. Man. And that was crazy because like back then, like Pokemon was big, but there was like no like real Pokemon game. There was like the Game Boy shits. Yeah, that was it. There was nothing like on a Nintendo like you could nope. put on your TV or and you, play. Yeah, and even in the even the Game Boy ones, it really wasn't like an action fight type of yeah. thing. Like you would just you know how the battles go. Yeah. Like I I was you know I wanted something like the the actual cartoon or the, Yep. <laughs> man, I thought that was it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that was some other shit, man. You got it. That's why you had to. That's why I used to do. I used to get game magazines, and I used to like read the previews. Mm. So and then read the reviews, and like that was that shit was clutch, man. It's like okay, this game sucks. Okay, I'm not gonna waste <laughs> my parents, my Christmas gift on that. Yes, I wish. Yeah, because my sister used to always get me like a good gift. Like my mm. parents used to give me some stuff, but my sister used to go all out. It'd be like, you know, I'll tell her what game I want or you know, options and all that stuff. She will get the game. So that was like, all right, like I got my stuff from my parents. Now I'm waiting on my sister to come over. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the game I asked her to get. 
Man, I was salty, man. <laughs> That's rough, man. Yeah, that was just fucking... And then you couldn't return this shit either, man. No, now they got this shit where, like, if you don't like a game, you can, like, refund it. Mm. But then it was like, once you once you crack open that plastic, value up, it's a down, used man. game now. Yep. You can sell out the GameStop and get, like, fucking ten, five bucks for yeah, it. Yeah, I was about to say 10 cents. <laughs> Man. Like, yep, that shit's <laughs> over, man. Man. That shit was crazy, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that Pokemon Snap. That that gotta be, man, that gotta be top five worst game of all time, man. Yeah, that shit was just <laughs> I don't know. I like they they were just putting whatever with Pokemon out Ooh, at that time, yeah, man. Yeah, that shit was I, so hot. Yeah, I know they probably cleaned up on that too. Oh, definitely. Because it was no Pokemon games. Yep. <laughs> or at least like not to that level. Like, man. I saw and they had all gimmicks like you could they had a camera on the Game Boy that you could connect <laughs> to the fucking Nintendo for that game. And it's like, who would do all this shit, man? <laughs> like <laughs> this shit was just nineties bullshit, man. Yeah. Yeah, shoot, I had another game that was kind of a rough game, too. But it was better than fucking um, Pokemon Snap. The other game mm-hmm. was, uh, it was this game called Dog's Life on PS2. Oh, damn. And I don't know why I wanted that one. <laughs> like, damn, nigga, you didn't want Grand Theft Auto 3? You want you got a Dog's Life? Yeah. <laughs> I had, Man, I had some rough goes with damn, the games, man. man. But uh, yeah, you have to read up on the magazines, man. I can't yeah. even think of the worst game I played. Like, I just know a lot were bad. Like, I remember the Wu Tang Clan game was fucking stupid. Like, they had a <laughs> Wu Tang Clan put out a fighting game and it was just terrible. Oh uh, man, I can't think of like the worst game I bought though. There was just some, there were some games where it's like, I got for cheap and I, they sucked, but I wasn't mad about it because it was like, okay, this game was 20 bucks. You know, yeah. which was real cheap back then. Yeah. But uh yeah, I can't think of like a game I spent my or, or my a game I thought was gonna be dope and then it was just shitty. But I'm sure there was plenty. I just yeah. can't think of any right now. <clears throat> yeah, man, I man, dog, I gotta run the games, man. <laughs> the, the other one, so this was the first one of the first game. Uh was it no, it wasn't one of the first games I got, mm-hmm. but um I remember I got this game. I got two games, so it kind of covered up the badness of the game since I yep. had another game. So I I had Cruising World, which was oh, like... Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good game, and I got the uh, the the uh, steering wheel with it. Mm-hmm. So that was that was like something new. Like, oh, shit, he got the steering wheel. Yeah. So I had that. I got that for my birthday, and then I had this game, Quest 64. Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, that got bad reviews, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Nigga, why don't you just get Mario? Like you know what the what I, the hits were on Nintendo, man. You I know, man. I, but you gotta realize too, man. These games had commercials, <laughs> so everything looked good on the commercial. We like, oh shit. <laughs> so I hey, thought man. to me, to me, it kind of remind me of Zelda a little bit mm-hmm. because I was a big Zelda fan. I had that game, but I'm thinking like, okay, like let me get that game. <laughs> 
And that game was awful, man. I tried to watch that game on YouTube. I like to see how well, uh, how how shit travel well with time with some mm-hmm. of the games I used to have. I'm just like, man, that shit was <laughs> that shit was awful, man. Yeah, there were there were some games that I I could have sworn were gonna be good, and then I couldn't get past like the first level. I remember there was a game called there was this game with Spider Man and the X Men, mm. and I was like, holy shit. They got Spider-Man and the X-Men in the same game. Nigga, you play the game and it's like the first level, I couldn't get past it. And you can only be Spider-Man. And I had no idea what the fuck to do. Damn. It's like you beat everybody and like you still didn't, you have to collect these things, but I didn't know where the things were. (laughs) Nigga, I played that all weekend. I could not get past the first level. So I never even saw the X-Men. I was like, what the fuck? I was yeah. so mad, man. I was like, why would you do this to kids, dog? Yeah, those games used to be hard to beat, man. Yes. Because it, it wasn't like you could like it wasn't like you could save again save where you are and then nope. come back later. No. Nope. You gotta beat that, that all that in off, one set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas used to leave the game running. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah. shit was that shit was crazy, man. The, yeah. Another hard game too was to me. I kind of, I got a little far, but I don't know how far. I never beat this game, but Toy Story. Yo, Toy Story was hard. That shit oh, all was... those Disney games were fucking hard, Hoo-wee, man. man. That shit was tough. Toy Story, Lion King was hard as shit. Aladdin mm. was hard as shit. Yeah, like, I remember Aladdin. They always butter you up with, like, the first level. Like, okay, yeah. I'm doing it. Second, yep. third, good luck, man. You fucked. <laughs> like, that shit, the enemies come out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, and you, you, I never even got to, like, the grown part of Lion King. <laughs> oh, I, I, I kept dying when he was like a little little yeah. kid. I was like, "Fuck, damn, yeah, it was man." Hard, man. Those games was hard, man. That that Toy Story, and then it's like you going in blind. Yeah. So you going in, <laughs> they start you off right here, and you yep. like, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to do, and then you end up dying, and then you got like one life left, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> Then you end up dying. You end up jumping too early or some shit. And that's it. It's like, fuck. Dog, one thing I like to do sometimes is they have this event called Games Done Quick where people gather. It's like a little convention thing they do every year, like a couple times a year maybe. And like a bunch of people come and they like speed run these games. So Mm. these are people who done got like world records and beating these games and shit. So they come and like they like fucking, they just play the game and they beat it in like two minutes, dog. What? And I'm like, yeah. And they talk about all these glitches. Sometimes they use glitches to like skip shit. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> and sometimes I'll just do, watch that to fucking get even with the game. I'm like, man, see Lion King, we on some bullshit. Look at this now, <laughs> dude. Beat you in fucking five minutes and fifteen seconds. So. Damn. Yeah, that shit's funny to see, man. But yeah, that's those games were fucking hard, man. It was. They weren't playing around because they didn't want you to fucking beat the game when you rented it. And, yeah. They wanted you to buy it, so they fucking yeah. made games impossible for kids to beat. I'm like, fuck that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was crazy, man. <laughs> but yeah, I had a bad run of games, man. <laughs> man, I was. I was literally the Cleveland Browns of buying games. <laughs> like you said, they, I had made that, they made that shit look good on commercials, man. They did, man. Where you like, 
like I would write that shit on a Christmas list. I don't know if you used to do Christmas lists. Oh yeah. Man, I used to write that on the Christmas list in July. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I want this game. <laughs> get that game and like Quest 64, man, I ain't get far at all. I was just like, what oh, the yeah. fuck is this shit? <laughs> and it, and to be fair, at that time it looked good because you know, you never seen anything like that because it was kind of like a 3D type of uh game because it was Nintendo 64. Yeah. And, you know, that's a big difference from Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I thought it was cool. I mean, at the moment, but it just it just kind of sucked. It was a little too much going on. Like, it was boring as fuck, too. <laughs> yeah, with Nintendo, like, Nintendo 64, man, it didn't have, like, the only good games really were the shit Nintendo made and shit like GoldenEye. You know, mm-hmm. everything else was kind of ass on that system, man. So you just yeah. had to stick to the shit and it, like the Marios, the, yeah. the Zeldas, yeah. like the Mario Karts and shit. Anything with Mario on it was probably going to be good. Yeah. Anything with Zelda in it was going to be good. Like anything you knew was good, like Resident Evil was going to be good. Yeah. But anything else, man, it was kind of touch and go. Yeah, the first game I got from Super uh or Nintendo 64 was the uh War Gods. Remember that game War Gods? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was bad. Man. Yeah, that was a knockoff of like a uh, fake Mortal, ass Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I enjoyed that game though at that time because like I said, that was that was the first game I got. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh shit. It was like the graphics and you know how you was like you were literally going in a circle. It wasn't like side to side. So I'm just like, damn, this is cool, but <laughs> like who the fuck is these fake like you they literally had a knockoff of motor combat players. Yeah. <laughs> so that was yeah, the only was thing. A, yeah. <laughs> that was that era where every game tried to be Mortal Kombat, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, these guys are like dinosaurs. Now these guys are like ancient people. It's like, okay, man. Nobody yeah. wants to see all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Luis Garcia having Tommy John surgery. Damn. Ooh, that's it. Yep. Damn. I mean, Astros, shit. I don't even know. They going to make the playoffs this year. Man, hey, fuck <laughs> hey, it. Hey, look, man, it was a good run. Yep. <laughs> it was a good run. I ain't saying they going to suck forever, but they, they going to have to regroup, man. Yeah. I mean, it's running bad luck. You got people hurt before the season even starts and shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whatever, man. Regroup, regroup, retool. Fuck, we got two chips. Yeah, yeah. good enough for me, man. <laughs> All right, fuck it. You, you want to start this shit? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's go. Let's rock. Jimmy Juice Podcast, man. Let's go. Let's go. Fifty best in the world. That what he do. Know what I'm talking about? Let's go. I'm knocking them down, back to back in the wall. He really 
teary-eyed watching that Astros footage after we just saw some bad Astros news, man. Luis yeah. Garcia out. Well, he needs Tommy John surgery, so he's going to be out for the season. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, we were just talking before we hit the live button. Be like, well, it was a good run. <laughs> hey, man, I'll take those two yeah, It was pure dominance, man, <laughs> the past couple years. <laughs> But, you know, I think we've, look, I, I, until it's midseason, I'm not going to count them out. Because I, I know we've done that before. Last year when they won the World Series, niggas ready to count them out. Yeah. I remember. So it, it won't be until it's over, over. We'll yeah. wait until <laughs> next year. Until I'm waiting until at least midseason. Let them get it 80 games in. And, yeah. and if they still ask, then we know it's over. At yeah. least for now. <laughs> but I'm holding yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Like, I will hold off, too, because the Astros, maybe they might make a couple moves to, mm-hmm. to get some starting pitching or something like that. Maybe stuff can change, but, man, like, it was already questionable because Jose Altuve, you know, hurt from the beginning of the year. Uh, Michael Brantley hurt. Just so many people hurt. Um, Alvarez in and out. So, um yeah, man, it's a struggle. If they, I, I would say this: if they can limp into the playoffs a little bit, if they can sneak in, then I think they have a chance. All they yep. gotta do is just get there. If they get there, then I think they'd be a scary team. But right yep. now, yep. I'm I'm a little worried, man. I just hope they could get there. <laughs> yeah, man, we'll see. There's still a lot of season left, a lot yeah. of games to be played, so we'll see. I'm not counting them out all the way, but it's not looking too good. Yeah. What up, y'all? See y'all in the chat. Diasha. what's see, up, girl? What's going on, girl? See you on YouTube. See Brad Spoon on the Facebook comments. Spoon. What's going on, man? What's up? Uh, the Miguel coming with the hot takes already, man. I know, man. <laughs> Miguel come in whenever he's mad yeah. in the loop. I realize yeah. that. <laughs> he's like, I can't get through on the call screen. So let me go to Jim the Juice podcast. Yeah, what's get up? This off my yeah, chest. what's up, man? I, so I was out the past couple of days. So what? What they've been saying about CJ, man? It's like, look, I got to be honest. I feel like the tone kind of changed a little bit about CJ because before the draft, they were they were pretty pro on no quarterback and trade back mm-hmm. or get a defensive person, and you know, that's it. But it seemed like they've been a little more open to it now with CJ. So. Yeah, I've seen people who didn't really care that much for CJ. I think everybody's bought in now. 
Yeah. At this point, I think everybody is bought in. At least I've seen around the fan base, people who didn't seem like they were big up on him before the draft. Now that he's here, <laughs> and we see his attitude, like he's a likable guy, man. Yeah, so, fun, funny as hell too. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> but Miguel comes in. He says, "Why is in the loop so negative about CJ?" I think he meant. I hope Bryce falls on his face and CJ becomes great. I don't want to see Landry's ass at NRG cheering. Nah, take your ass back to <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> man. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't, yeah. Like, I don't want Bryce. To, I don't want anybody in the NFL to fail, man. Like, look, it, 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 hopefully both of them are great. You know, yeah, I think Houston fans get caught up on – this draft, like they did the same thing with the Rockets, man. The Mobley and the Green shit. Like, let the like let let the yeah. shit go, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. we we made our pick. We riding with that pick. Yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. You can look back and say, yeah, we should have taken this guy. But fuck it. At nobody at that point is complaining about the number two pick right now. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody in national media say, nah, C.J. Stroud should not have been taken number two. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen any of that, man. He was a leading number, like most popular number two pick going into the draft. So yeah. you just got to take it and, and we'll see where, where things lay. Yeah. And um, again, I'm not negative at all about CJ. I've been saying that from the beginning. I think, like, we, I think the narrative too was um, Bryce Young, you know, it's Bryce Young. That's the guy. And it's a, it's a big drop off after that. I, me personally, I didn't think it was a big drop off. I think it was one and one A. So, I, yeah, yeah, he went to Ohio State. And so <laughs> the quarterbacks from Ohio State never been good. So I get that. But I don't think it was that big of a drop off, man. I thought the Texans should have went with, with CJ Stroud. That's that's just me. So I <laughs> I ain't trying to be, you know, <laughs> negative or nothing. <laughs> uh, Brad Spoon asked, would they have made the trade for Anderson if they had the number one pick? We, uh, we will never know, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know. That's gonna man. be a, that's gonna be a, one of those topics that we had never get the answer to. Yeah, years down the line, we would never know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how early they started their draft process and scouting people, but I figure it probably didn't really start until the end of the season. And at the end of the season, they knew they were getting number two pick. Yeah. So all all conversations and discussions started after that. I'm sure. Yeah. So. I mean, we, we can speculate all we want, but look, they got the number two and, and number three. And, and see, so. I think the other thing is too, um, like if we had if, if we had the number one overall pick, Chicago probably would have had number two. Mm-hmm. So maybe a quarterback would have traded up, uh, or maybe a team would have traded up for Anthony Richardson or something like that. I have no idea, but maybe it would have been a little too rich to try to have number one and two. So maybe that maybe it's good that they didn't have number one. Yeah, because they probably would have. Point. Yeah, they definitely wouldn't. I don't think they would have had Will Anderson, and they probably would have had the other uh, defensive end or something. They probably would. And Bryce been. Young going number three would be crazy, man. Yeah, he, like he, I, I can't. Yeah. I couldn't see them trading up to get Will Anderson. To be fair, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like I said, we'll never know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, or, or CJ Stroud. But uh, yeah. we'll never know. We'll never know. So. Yeah, I, I keep it, it, man. It's crazy because we've been talking about this for like a week now. About you know they 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 traded up to three to get 
It, th- that trade was really for CJ, but they picked CJ first to kind of, mm-hmm. like, it's a lot of that t- t- going on, and it's just like, man, like, I think I think it was smart for them to get CJ at two and then trade up for three, uh, to three for the defensive end because the price was, I think the price was cheaper. But, um, like I said, we would never know this. It, you know, uh, Nick Casario ain't about to come out and say, yeah, that was the reason why we did that. So, you know, I don't know. I kind of look at it as a package deal. But, like, yeah, like I said earlier, we would never know <laughs> the detail. Well, long, look, we got both. So that's all mm-hmm. that matters. Uh, Miguel also asked, how do you know Caleb Williams and Drake May are better than CJ? Why is Landry saying wait till <laughs> next year? I'm tired of hearing next year. Then next year comes and people find all these QB flaws. To be fair, when I listened to In Loop this week, I didn't see, hear that from Landry. You see, you seem to be defending taking a quarterback this year. Yeah, maybe maybe you said something else. I I don't listen to the yeah. whole entire show, of course. Yeah, but I, I think this was I, I think this was Landry's uh, thought before the before the draft because no. he was he was anti quarterback this year. Like if it wasn't Bryce, he was anti quarterback this year, which I I kind of disagreed with. And again, I agree with you. Look, we go through this every year, man. Whereas the quarterback is, you know, we see a quarterback in college, like, oh, that's gonna be the number one pick. And you know, sometimes it don't work like that, man. <laughs> like I was a Browns fan, and I remember people saying, "Hey, let's tank and try to get Sam Darnold." That <laughs> you know, that didn't really work out too good. And um. I, I kind of thought this way with this because Kayla, I think he'll be pretty good, but like, how do we know we're going to get the number one overall pick again? I just, I just didn't think so. And then, you know, their thought process was, Hey, you got the access to trade up to, to, to get it. But I'm like, how you know you're going to get it? <laughs> like when, if, when if the commanders had the number one overall pick, you think they just going to trade that away? <laughs> so yeah, I, you know, I ain't agree with that part either. I, I thought if you wanted a quarterback, get him right now. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we talked about this last podcast, man. I don't want to hear next year. I don't give a shit. We don't know what's going to happen next year. Like I said, this division is wide open to me. Yeah. Everybody sucks in the AFC South. So it's up to grab. It's up for grabs to me. So yeah. I'm like, fuck it. Try to win this year. Put the best product you can on the field this year and see how things shake out that's how the nfl goes man there's no nfl's not the nba man there's no tanking for next year in the nfl every team has hope going into the next year of the nfl every team yeah so it's, it's not the nba where you just know it's gonna be ass so already tank for victor before the yeah. season starts yeah and, and plus i felt like quarterback was a need that was a big need and mm-hmm. if you didn't draft a quarterback in this draft you didn't really address that need. And I think that would have been a red flag because the only thing oh, yeah. that the only thing they added to the quarterback position was Case Keenum. So to me, that to me, that would have been a red flag if they just passed up on on the quarterback. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. So I mean, unless they was planning on trying to trade for Lamar Jackson or something like that. Yeah. I I thought that would have been a red flag if they just went in and said, we good. <laughs> It's also funny how he's acting like he was never even thinking about going to another team. Man, yeah, he, he tweet is out lying. the fact that you asked for a trade. Yeah. When nobody even know you put that in. Like, okay. Yeah. No, just, no, nobody wanted you. So you you like he's like the dude that uh 
broke up with his girl then came back when he realized that he couldn't get yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me try to hold on to you. You can't get nothing better. Like, girl, I was never, I would never. Mm-hmm. I, you're, you're the one for me, girl. Okay, I would never date somebody. <laughs> Why you look so guy. stressed out signing that contract, too? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that shit was funny. Uh, Timothy asked, uh, what's y'all's prediction on the record this year? Like, people are saying double your wins, like that's like a big thing. I mean, three to six is not a huge jump, but it's better than what we have been. Yeah. I will say, I, I want to fucking, I was listening to uh, fucking the afternoon show, and Clint said something like 10 wins. And I'm like, Damn. I'm not going to go that far, dog. <laughs> I don't understand people are excited, but come on, man. I will say I will take above five. Okay. I'll, I think I, yeah. I'm gonna say five to eight is possible. Depend I, like we don't know. There's the thing, we don't fucking know anything. We don't know how fast these players will adjust. We don't know how fast CJ Stroud will be NFL ready. Yeah. He could be Deshaun Watson, he could be Derek Willis. Like, <laughs> we don't know what he's gonna be, man. So, uh, yeah, we just got to wait. Yeah, I, I was going to say about five. But, look, this is the key, though. Like, I know five games ain't a lot of games. And, you know, I think last year, what, they won four? Did they win four last year? Four, something, something like that, five. But last it's year. Malik Willis, not Derek Willis. I'm okay. not Derek Willis. Malik Willis, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it will be, a, if they, I think, around five or six, but it would be like a real competitive five and six. Not like last year where they was just getting their ass handed to them. I think it'd be like a good five wins, and those losses will probably be like heartbreak losses where they was in the game and, you know, C.J. Stroud might have fumbled or something. Hopefully that don't happen, but I think it would be like a real competitive, you know, five-win team where you'd be like, damn, this team kind of got a future. Or maybe six, but I think because I I I've seen teams like that where they you know won five six games, but it was like damn this team is <laughs> this team is on the come up like you know the Detroit Lions, they were pretty they were pretty good last year, but they barely missed the playoffs. I can see it. I can see a season like that, maybe maybe six or seven games, but yeah, I think it'd be something like that. But I don't think we're gonna be going into the all season like. We need to change something. I think it'd be more about getting more talent and, you know, veterans on the team. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how things shake out, man. Um, Derek, yeah, we talked about uh, Luis Garcia having Tommy John surgery. And yeah. We had a uh, – or, 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 I'm not to the point where I'm pulling the pouring the 40 out for the Astros <laughs> season yet, but I, I might be sprinkling a few drops, man. I ain't pouring the whole pour bottle out Pour out a little yet, liquor. <laughs> but, yeah, pour out a little liquor. Uh, but I, I, I might be uh, – I'm, I'm getting close to tipping the, tipping the 40, man. I'm kind of kicking – I would guess the Astros would probably have to make some moves at this point. Oh, they have to. Yeah, you got to, you know. It's really not an option at this point if you want to compete. Yeah, they're gonna have to get some type of starting. I don't know if they, I don't know if they can afford to wait until like the trade deadline, but I feel like they're gonna have to make a couple moves to so they could get it rolling. Yep. Um, who else? Uh, armchair GM keyboard coach on YouTube asked, Any chance any of these wide receivers can become a star wide receiver number one? 
I mean, look, we don't know, man. I like Tank Dell. He's small, but he's explosive. Pause. And I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. See, yeah. I thought it's, we would be done with this fucking speculation after the draft happened. Yeah. And now it's just like, look, look. I know August is a long way away. But yeah. We just don't know until we see him on the field, man. They got yeah. a lot to go. They got a training camp. They got practices. I mean, these dudes fresh out of college, man. Let's just wait and see. But yeah. uh, ho- hopefully, hopefully, look, I- I'm rooting for Tank, but uh, we'll see, man. I don't yeah. know. I can see, um, I can see, uh, what's his name? Um, John Mechie. I can see John Mechie coming in and be like, oh, shit, okay. Like, this this boy actually good because they did get him in the second round. So I can see him, you know, if he come back, if he, you know, totally healthy. I can see him doing some things. I can see Tank Dell. Uh, I I don't know how much he going to do or contribute, but I can see him doing something with special teams, punt returns and stuff like that. So, um, like you said, I I have no idea, but it can't be worse than, la- it can't be <laughs> worse than last year, man. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It can't be worse than last year. So I think I think fans got st- stuff to look forward to. I know the past couple of years we didn't, but I think this year we definitely got something to look forward to. We got some young talent. That's the that's an important thing. Yeah. Um, Armchair says, man, they need to win enough for that pick to be out the top 12. I won't be able to tolerate all the see that trade <laughs> was way overpriced. Look, man, no matter what, we always gonna look back with that 2020 hindsight and be like, see, we shouldn't have done that or see, we should have did that. So I, I'm I, I'm all for the Texans taking risks, man. Okay? Yeah. Fuck it. Like, they won three games last year, dog. <laughs> fuck it. Take the risk, man. We will yeah. live with the outcome. Like, like, look, fuck him. The, the GM already done said if he, if he fail again, he ba- basically going to be out. It yeah. seemed like he damn near had his bags packed to go back to New England <laughs> at one point. So, look, man, he knows his job is on the line, and there will be consequences if this the risks don't pan out, but we'll see. I, I, but I do hope that they win enough that, yeah, like you said, the, the pick wouldn't be like the one or two. Yeah. But, so we'll I see. D- yeah, I do think um, – I think, I think they'd be a lot better – and it, let's say the pick is like three or four. If if Will Anderson was pretty good during his rookie season and C.J. Stroud shows some promise where that could be your franchise quarterback moving forward, I'm perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. Because at one point, you was going to get one or the other. So, I, you know, I wouldn't really look into that too much if, if both of the rookies played good. Now, one of them was bad. Then I'd be like, ah, uh, we probably, you know, overpaid for that then. But if they're good, but the record just stinks, like, I'm not too mad at that. Um, yeah, Miguel says, they said, in the loop. I guess the, in, it's, it's an in the loop shit, man. Yeah, Come on, man. this is Jim the Juice podcast. Miguel. We don't answer for Landry and his hot takes, man. You got to take things up with Landry. Miguel, right? I, feel, I feel bad because I felt like you got, I want to say you shouldn't know in the loop or nothing, but. Because these are your opinions, but I feel bad because they're not here to defend themselves a little bit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I had, like, I, I know some of the stuff they said, but, man, you're going to have to take it up with Landlock. You, you uh, Hit them up on Twitter, <laughs> at Landry Locker, <laughs> and that, uh, at Lopez on Sports. 
And look, but, like everybody, everybody has got, their own opinions about yeah. the draft, man. And, and look, we'll <laughs> know when we see the product on yeah. the field. Yeah. Uh, he says he's venting. Yeah, yeah it's, man, it's, it's all good, look, man. Look. We appreciate the love, man. <laughs> we appreciate the love, man. <laughs> Armchair. Look, y'all fans are distressed, man. That's one thing I've realized. <laughs> y'all Houston sports fans are just stressed out all the time over everything. <laughs> Calm the fuck down, man, okay? <laughs> it shit really don't matter, okay? All right, if we being real, it's just sports, man. It's fun and entertaining, and I know it's fun to argue and debate, but some of y'all being a little, little, blood, your blood pressure getting a little too high over this shit, man, okay? <laughs> These niggas making millions of dollars, all right? They'll be okay, no matter what. Like, I always go back to the LeBron quote, man. Whenever I get emotional about sports, I think of what he said when he lost to the Mavericks in 2011. He said... You got to go home and be yourself, you know, Mr. Reporter, asking me questions. You got to go home and live your regular life. <laughs> and I'm I'm LeBron James. I'm fucking going on my millionaire million dollar mansion and shit. He didn't say that technically. That's yeah, what he meant. That's, that's what he yeah. wanted to say. Yeah. And that's what I think every time I get upset about sports, man. I'm like, okay, I'm working my fucking nine to five. These <laughs> motherfuckers out here living the life, man. Yeah. So whatever. Or you got to be like Giannis and say, hey, this is not a failure. <laughs> it's steps towards success, man. Yeah. Remember that, okay? It's not no a failure. failure in My, sports. Michael Jordan didn't win the championship every single year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, armchair says, if Harden comes back to the Rockets, all three teams will finally be relevant again. Do y'all still want Harden back here, man? I know he's doing good for the 76ers right now, but do you think that the team would be automatically relevant I, mean, I guess nationally they talk yeah. about it more but this this roster needs serious rebuilding man you can't just bring Harden in and have them in the playoffs yeah all now, right the the defense the biggest problem with the team is defense I see yeah, yeah. motherfuckers scoring 100 and losing by 50 yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there are issues with the team that go beyond just needing another score yeah so I don't know man yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I am intrigued to see um, if Harden do come back. I don't know if he's going to come back, but if he do come back, him with um, Udoka, Udoka. I, mm -hmm. I would like to see how that will work and possibly maybe bring in somebody else because I think they're going to spend some money this year. Yeah. So I would like I would like to see that. I don't know about playoffs because I don't think it's just I don't think it's that easy in the NBA to. Sign a couple of people, and, unless it's like LeBron and and Chris Bosh, I don't think it's that easy to just jump into the playoff competition like that. But I can see this team being up and coming and fun if if they you know do what I think they're gonna do and sign some people. Miguel says, "I'll be real. I'm a season ticket holder. I'm trying to sell my tickets. Trey Lance ain't selling shit. <laughs> what?" I mean, you, why you, I'm like, you, like, let me see how the team plays, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, at least see how how things. What Trey Lance got to do man. with this? Yeah, I, I, I was confused by that. Do you think they were gonna bring in Trey Lance? Yeah, I don't, don't know. And don't sell him yet, man. You got some stuff to see. You got if Will. You done hung on this long. Yeah, this shouldn't like, be the you, final you straw. For the long run. Yeah, man. this shouldn't be the final straw, man. They, yeah. You got Will. Uh, you got uh, Will Anderson. You got C.J. Stroud. You know, you still remember you got Stingley. You, I mean, you got some people, man. So, I think it's worth. If you, it. If you don't hung on through this, look, there's never <laughs> been like a, a really great Texan season. Okay, if we're being real. So, 
uh, if you don't hung on this long, just just keep your season tickets, man. You, you can yeah. sell the per games, but I mean, if you you, it sounds like you locked in. So at least at least there's a future where we don't know what's gonna happen right now. Yeah. Couldn't say that about <laughs> last year. Yeah, armchair says we got spoiled when all three teams used to be good. Miguel, I'll take them tickets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we definitely. I think we took it for granted, man. We took the. I told people back then we took the Rockets for granted. Everybody who wanted hard gone. I said it right when it happened. I was like, y'all don't understand what y'all in for. Once y'all let this motherfucker, y'all was pushing them out the door. People I was, remember this. People were saying was pushing them out the door. People were saying I was ready for a rebuild. Y'all wanted the rebuild. <laughs> I'm excited let's, with this young core let's with get, Kevin Porter let's, Jr. Let's and get the picks. Jalen Green. Let's get the picks and rebuild. It's time for yeah, it's time to rebuild. Y'all were excited for the rebuild. <laughs> Two years into the rebuild, we won hard back. <laughs> I remember that, man. I remember vividly. So nah, yeah, the people, y'all, y'all that we definitely did take for granted when all teams will be going to playoffs in yeah. some form or fashion, because it was always fire such and such, such and such can't coach. We need better players. And now look, we only got one relevant team in Houston sports and we're desperate. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It says uh, Petrie had a badass rookie season. Yeah, man, there's things to be excited about. Yeah. With, this, uh, with the second year is coming on, man. Mm-hmm. Miguel says uh, rebuild, but not with Steve and Silas. Yeah. Look, to be fair, he didn't expect that roster. Yeah. So, look, I, I was shoot Stephen Silas some bail. I don't think he expected to have this fucking 19, 20-year-olds all yeah. in his roster, man. He wanted hard in Westbrook, but whatever. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Did y'all get y'all hot takes in, man? Yeah. Did we cover a lot of we, sports shit. Yeah, we covered our sports for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to we y'all did. too, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. <laughs> we appreciate the love, man. We appreciate the love. Even if it's been about what you heard Landry say on in the loop. We don't have to bring Landry in here once this. just for the beginning. Well, he needs to, dog, if he he just has to defend himself, okay? I know. <laughs> he's probably gonna want to get on and talk about hip hop. I'm like, no. Yeah. Y'all got a bone to pick, okay? Yeah. We're gonna be like, hey, like we don't we ain't bring you on for the music takes. <laughs> we <laughs> we need you we need you to defend yourself on what you've been saying all week. Yes. Yes. <laughs> on on your yes. show. <laughs> <laughs> it's the in the loop fans come on our podcast to vent, and we need somebody who actually says this shit to uh yeah. to answer for it. Yeah. So uh, Miguel <laughs> says he be in the locker room. He don't answer. Yeah. Uh, the, land, the locker room is Landry's show. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, we talked about this before. It's hard. It's, sometimes it's hard to uh, uh, get viewer commentary in on your podcast. Yeah. Or and, whatever show and, you're doing. And let's be real. He he be having a lot of people on his. Yeah. Like every he doing this thing, man. Make sure y'all subscribe to the locker room too. He got he, daily content. Uh, some real good stuff, but he be having a lot of people <laughs> in the comments. So, yeah, I'm sure he ain't trying to just ignore you, Miguel. But yes, <laughs> he have a he be having a lot of people <laughs> in there. So, yep, yep, yep. Shout out to Landry. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that being said, that being done, we have a lot yeah. to break down and talk yeah, about this man. week, man. <laughs> uh. Any first off, what you been up to, Figgy? You, what you been uh, what's been going down in Figgy World? 
Man, so um, like I said earlier, um, talking to Miguel, I've been I've been off the show for the last three days because I was up in in um, Dallas. I was speaking of Landry, I was up in this neck of the woods, man. I I went to his hood, man. <laughs> I went to Grapevine. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I was up in Grapevine um, for the past couple of days working a um, event, and that was my first time up 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 in the DF Dub. So. Um, yeah, I've been doing that the past couple of days. But um the week been going pretty good, man. Been going pretty good. Okay, okay. Yeah, same here, man. No complaints. Just grinding, doing the damn thing. You know how it go. Yeah. Uh, getting ready for this bullshit Mother's Day, man. When is Mother's Day? Is that next week? Yep, next week. <laughs> 14th, man. You gotta get prepared, man. I know your mama wants something good from you. Yeah, she you <laughs> bought, see, I regret like. I went all out for my mother's birthday. Um, she, she turned 60. Mm. So I got her like some fucking uh, Louboutins. Like I got I got some high-end designer shit, man. And now she wants that for like everything now. Yeah, She's damn, like, oh, man. you gonna give me designer again? I want I saw this uh <laughs> Louis bag I want. Like, nah. That was a 60th <laughs> birthday thing. My yeah. pockets ain't that deep. But uh, yeah, you know how it goes, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh gotta prepare for that shit, man. Women just get so many holidays. It's, it's man, it's, it's it's crazy, man. It <laughs> really is. It's, it's funny because I'm like, um, I had brung up Father's Day recently, and I was just like, oh yeah, what's Father's? Day? And I was, th- I'm like, man, nobody give a shit about Father's Day. Man. Hell no. <laughs> the day of, we be sitting there. Oh yeah, it is Father's <laughs> Day. Happy Father's Day, man. And thanks, and that's it. <laughs> Mother's Day, you get like a, a three month warning. <laughs> Say, hey, guys, Mother's Day coming mm-hmm. up. <laughs> Kay's Jewelers. It's like, dang. Yeah, and then she get all depressed if it's not, like, fancy or enough being <laughs> enough effort put into it. Yeah. It's like, same thing with Valentine's Day. Same thing. Oh, yeah, these women, I'm, I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> too much to keep up. And a birthday, you got to go all out, too. Birthday, so, anniversary, yeah. at my point, anniversary, yep. birthday, Valentine's Day. Yeah, Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's weird because in my situation, it's like all spread apart. So like, <laughs> so like, uh, February Valentine's Day, obviously, mm-hmm. and then April is her birthday. <laughs> so I gotta do something for her birthday, and then I get kind of a little gap, and then boom, September first <laughs> anniversary, and then you got sweet. Uh, we celebrate. We well, we don't really celebrate it like that, but. It's a holiday that's very popular in Cleveland called Sweetest Day. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like the male Valentine's Day. It's supposed to be for guys, but it's really not. No, of course not. So, so it's like, oh, we get both celebrated type thing, type thing. So you got that and, and then Christmas. So it's like spread out evenly. <laughs> I'm just like, man. Remember when they tried to get the steak and blowjob day popping? Yeah. You remember that bullshit? I remember that, yeah. And, like, think about, number one, it's <laughs> offensive how simple that shit is. Yeah. Like, like that, should be every, that should be every Thursday, man. That should right? be every day. A special day of the year. <laughs> number one, imagine if, we, if you just got your girl, like, a salmon and ate her out or whatever. <laughs> you think she'd be happy with that shit? 
Like, you really think that'd be a good holiday, a good Valentine's Day for her? She'd be pissed. Yeah, that's... But us, we're just be like, oh, yeah, we got a steak and a blue job. Come on, man. Yeah, that's pretty much... That's pretty much, I'm the gift. <laughs> I'm the gift type of gift. <laughs> like, hey, I'm the gift. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I, I'm sick of that, man. Men, men treating us like we're just so simple and, and don't want anything. <laughs> and the girl said, damn, get you some hair. Uh, Derek says, Tank Dell, we, uh, Tank Dell going to go out this year, returns five touchdown punts, kick returns at least. Okay, let's, let's not jump the gun. He's a rookie, man. But hopefully, <laughs> yeah. uh, dude was go at U of H, who's house, Coop's house, let's go Texans. Yeah. Let's go, yeah. Sidebar, I'm actually trying to get my uh, my nephew, my oldest nephew, who's about to graduate high school. I'm trying to get him in U of H, man. Oh, really? Oh, you got the plug school. like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, nah, I don't. But, <laughs> 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 but like, I was fucking right. a, a star student there, man. Yeah. Nobody remember me. I was going to say, all right, James St. Patrick. <laughs> you, got the, you got the hookup, man. <laughs> nah, he going to be in debt like me, man. But it's going to be all good. It's, it's a good school, it's, man. They've, they've it, done a lot to rebuild. Do he play sports? I've been there, too. Yeah, he played football, but, like, he's not going to get a, a football scholarship. So, um, Is he going to try to play, though? Try to do I don't a walk so. on or something. Okay, I don't know how that go. If you could just walk on and try out. Nah, I mean usually it's people will contact you and and like because everybody gets scouted and mm-hmm. people like it if you're playing in games. Like my, my my nephew played for Cinco Ranch, so I mean that's one of the top football schools in the state, and they're really one of the best Damn. schools in the country, football wise. So. Like, yeah, he wasn't going to be able to start and be, like, a star player there. But it is what it is. Um, I'm trying to get him some scholarships, period. He needs to – I don't know. But U of H is a good school to go to regardless, man. So I'm hoping he he chooses that. But we'll see. Um, (laughs) He says, Father's Day, we got to be outside grilling. Yeah, exactly. We got to grill our own food (laughs) on Father's Day. Yeah. you know, And you know what they give people for Father's Day? They give them like a grill, yeah, <laughs> or a tool so they can fix more stuff. Yeah, shit, so we can, <laughs> so <it> can work. <laughs> Imagine if you got a girl, if you got your girl, uh, cookware for Mother's Day, yeah, or, or apron for cookware for yeah. fucking an- your anniversary. <laughs> You're like, what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got a crock pot for fucking uh, her birthday. <laughs> Hey, Dad, I brought you some steaks so you can cook out (laughs) on the grill. (laughs) Yeah, that's not happening, man. But, hey, us men, we just get no respect, man. Like fucking Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Um, Other things, any any new release drops? You did mention a good friend of the show, Fat Tony, had a uh, new release come out this week, man. Yeah, man. So, um, So I opened up my title. Um, every morning, like I usually do, to kind of see what what dropped. And the second thing on the list was Fat Tony. I'm like, damn, he dropped something. And I think I ain't gonna lie, I was really proud because usually they have like the big names up there. But I know I know mine is probably uh, you know, my algorithm probably made it that way because I listen to Fat Tony. But um Seeing him right there, he made a song called um, what's the name of this song? Um, so this song is called "Hey Baby, K Paso." 
And um, it sounds like it's a really, it sounds like it's a play because today is Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. And um, it sounds like a Cinco de Mayo song. So uh, I think it was a perfect day to release it. And he he got a special feature on there <laughs> that wasn't even named in the, in the you know, in the title. And um, I think you guys should check it out, man. Third Wars owns Fat Tony. He from the city. And um, it's a really good song, man. It's, it's, it's a good song. Man, I think y'all like it. Make sure y'all check it out. Shout out to my man, Fat Tony. Yeah, shout out to Fat Tony, man. Hopefully get him in the studio again for an interview again sometime. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check that out for sure, man. Yeah. Good to hear uh, Paul Wiles on it as yeah, well. I just, I just text him um, like, hey, this... <laughs> I'm like, hey, um, hey, bro, this is slap, and he said, he said, thank you. <laughs> you flexing the connection, man. I see you. I, I, no, I'm yeah, trying to, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna have to get him back on, man. Yeah, we definitely do, man. He was a great guest. Our last one before the pandemic. I'll remember that yeah. always. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, sidebar: You brought up Cinco de Mayo. I don't know if you have any Hispanic people in the chat. I'm assuming Miguel Martinez is one. <laughs> Race car. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I have a question. Do do Hispanics uh, celebrate Cinco de Mayo? Because yeah. I feel like it's been just gentrified by like white people. Man, let's be honest. Yeah. Do, do Hispanic people actually celebrate Cinco de Mayo? Do y'all do things with y'all family? And celebrate and and do anything because I feel like it's just an excuse for white folks go to a bar and like order fajitas and tacos yeah. and, and get drunk. Yeah, is this like the St. Patrick's Day, the Hispanic yes. St. Patrick's well, Day? The St. Patrick's Day has been co-opted by white yeah, folks. Yeah, non-Irish yeah. white folks. Yeah, just come in, uh, uh, just excuse to get drunk and party, man. Yeah, and, and some people say, "Hey, I got Irish in my blood. My uh, great, 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 great granddad was half Irish." Like, okay, but uh, Miguel says I'm <laughs> drinking a margarita right now. Okay, if I mean, is that the single to mile celebration? Yeah. What okay, is it? Ex- is it watered down? <laughs> yeah, is it watered <laughs> down right now? Not the not the drink, but the holidays. The holiday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah. Is Cinco de Mayo just like he says he's whitewashed? Okay, fair enough. Okay. We can ask you then. <laughs> but I wanted to know like if there's actual festivities in the Hispanic community for Cinco de Mayo. I know the city has some stuff, but I wonder if like the everyday Hispanic people actually celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell y'all right now, black people don't, do not celebrate Kwanzaa. Okay? Yeah. No matter what you might have heard or thought, we don't celebrate Kwanzaa like that. So you might hear some people say happy Kwanzaa. That don't mean nothing to the the regular black people. So yeah, <laughs> he says you don't even speak Spanish. Damn, you like Ryan Garcia then, man. <laughs> you see how how quick the Hispanic the Hispanic community turned on Ryan Garcia after he lost. <laughs> like yeah. isn't it, this bull trash? He don't even speak Spanish. He ain't one of us. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> um, what up, Mark Nash? What's up, man? We still got to get man. you on the podcast, man. Ta- uh, my man Tad told me about you. We still got to link up and do an episode one time, man. Yes, sir. Yes, Appreciate sir. Appreciate the love, man. <laughs> Armchair GM keyboard coach on YouTube says, we do not really celebrate it because of the date. We celebrate it just like a cousin's birthday party or just another reason to get together and drink and grill. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. Um, Canelo's fighting tomorrow. I don't even know. Who's he fighting? Yeah, I ain't know that either. Canelo is fighting uh, John Ryder. I heard of that dude. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I might, I might, I might check a, a legal link. Uh, so, <laughs> I had to make up for not seeing the damn um, Tank Davis fight, man. I was still pissed about that, but whatever. Um, other things going on this week, man. Um, let's break down some topics. Um, I don't think any other new releases happened. I, I still got to listen to that damn Black Thought album, man. I know he has a new project out. Meant to listen yeah. to it this week. Just ain't get around to it. But yeah, some other I stuff. Definitely want to listen to it. And break yeah, it some down. other stuff that came out. Conway um, dropped. A, I saw that album called yeah, he had a new album. "Won't He Do It." Uh, I ain't get a chance to check that out yet. Um, an artist y'all probably not familiar with. I want to say he from. I think he's from Detroit, but his mm-hmm. name Real the Young OG. Um, I think he's though. I think he's in jail right now, but uh, he dropped something today. And I'm looking, look like Onyx dropped something. Okay. I don't know how old. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like. I just scroll past it. So, is that why Fredro Starr was on Vlad talking about uh, Michael Jordan shaved his head bald because of Onyx? <laughs> I seen was this that. This promo for the damn it, album. It could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I ran across. I ran across that um, that interview on the Breakfast Club randomly. The one where he got into it with Charlemagne. <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah, he like nigga. You ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> he he was going off. I th- I yeah. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like that was like when the Breakfast Club really started to pop off, man. Yeah, he that's yeah. Interviews. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't even know what they do. I know they're on BET now, aren't they? I haven't seen yeah. any clip go viral from the Breakfast Club in a long time, man. Every time I, I, I every time I check them out, they always have some damn politician on there, man. Mm-hmm. Like, look, man, I know they they in New York. And look, I'm I'm cool with trying to get the message out there. But I don't want to hear from no politician from New York <laughs> talk about the issues they have in in, you know, in the Bronx or in New Jersey or some shit, man. I'm just like, man, like to me, that's why I kind of fell off of it a little bit. It, it, it like too many damn politicians was on there taking up a lot of time. So I mean, I get the message, but I kind of got tired of it a little bit. Yeah, no, I get it too. I, and and that sounds sad to say that yeah. I just don't want to see an interview with a politician. But look, yeah, I don't go to the Breakfast Club for that kind of comment, for that yeah. kind of content, man. Yeah, they didn't start off like that. Yeah. And I understand, you know, you got to grow and learn and all that stuff. But t- to me, 2020 changed my whole thought where I sometimes I just really want to escape. And I want to hear what's happening in, you know, entertainment and stuff like that. I feel like the whole media kind of pushed us to be more more into politics and what's going on. And I'm just like, man, I'm just tired of it. Is it I, man, I'm sounding like Phil Jackson right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's all in sports. And it's too political. Yeah. It's all, on, with the audience. it's all on the court and all that stuff. And But, yeah, I just, sometimes I just need a laugh. In this, no, I feel you, man. Yeah, they like got I, I saw up. a clip. Uh, it reminded me because uh, I, some guy made a tweet about how uh, he smelled some some he saw some kids smoking weed in the park, and he said something like "smells like failure" or some shit like that. Something super corny, and everybody was like dunking on this dude. And Swiss Beats posted the clip of Soldier Boy on uh, on Breakfast Club saying he copied my whole fucking flow, word for word, <laughs> bar for bar. And I'm like, I missed that Breakfast Club, man. Me too. I missed that type of shit. That, that that was one of the funniest interviews of all time. To 
the Soldier Boy interview with him in that fucking Gucci headband, <laughs> just <laughs> talking shit about everybody. Drake, I, I missed that Breakfast Club. Drake, yeah, Drake, yeah. It was hilarious. I haven't seen an uh, interview from them in a long time. Where I'm like, I gotta watch this. Yeah, it's crazy because that's the only re- that's one of the reasons I got into radio was because of them. Yeah, part it, of the reason we started this podcast, man. Like we wanted something where we talked about shit we actually cared about but yeah i don't know man it's different now mm-hmm. it's different yeah um miguel says politics are so tiring i rather bitch about in the loop yeah at some point it's like it's good to be informed about things going on politically but it gets overwhelming man and it can fuck with your mental so sometimes yeah. it's better just to argue about sports than some shit where it's just yeah, you know, it's it's people, really it's really stressful. And I think sometimes it could be a bit unfair to people, yeah. where you know if you lean a certain way or you have a certain thought about something, and then it just make you know just because you having that thought, people think you a piece of crap or mm-hmm. you know they look at you different and all that stuff. Where I'm just like, man, like I like I wouldn't have felt this way about you if I didn't know who you were, you know, rocking with. Yeah. So now that I know what you're rocking with, I feel a bad way about you. It just, it just sometimes it just suck, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gotten too heavy, man. Um, Armchair says only time I watch Charlemagne is the podcast with the comedian Andrew Schultz. Yeah, that's a brilliant idiots. Yeah. That's a pretty good show, man. I think uh, Charlemagne, at least for a while, he was more raw on that podcast than he usually was, like on the Breakfast Club. So, yeah. Um, and Derek, a uh, diehard Texan fan, said he had a lot of optimism about the football squad. It's been hard these past three and four years. I know, man, but there's lights, okay? There's light. We see the light, okay? Yeah. I don't know if it's the promised land or it's just the fires of hell, but there is a light that we can see, and we yeah. just got to we gotta stay tuned and see how it happens, man, and what happens. Yeah. Um, other things dropped. I know there were some new albums. I heard... Uh, Lloyd Banks had a new project came out a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, I think I it know. came out last week. I want to, or yeah, probably a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks ago, I saw Swiss Beats had a compilation with Nas and Lil Wayne and Jay Electronica and Jada Kiss on it. The only problem is, I'm sure he did most of the beats. Yeah, I heard. So I, I don't want to listen yeah. to it. I think he dropped. He did drop an EP. Uh, I want to say last. Do we talk about this? I I forget. Do we talk about this? Uh, I can't I, remember. I know I listened to it last week, but I don't. <laughs> I don't think I brung it up. <laughs> okay. I don't think I don't even think it was worth bringing up. So it was only like a little EP. Um, I think it was called Hip Hop Fifty Volume Two. Yeah. So he had a song. He had a song. A couple songs with, or one song with Nas. He had a song with uh Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Jada Kids Benny the Butcher song. He had a couple joints on there, but it's crazy. I, I don't think it was really worth it, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I really wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, Swiss Beats. That's how odd to hear is that he was involved <laughs> and I didn't want to listen to it. <laughs> Just yeah. <ugh>. <laughs> um, other things that happened, uh, let's get into some topics, man. Some of the uh Things that went down this week in hip hop and culture and what now we can break it down, discuss. And I guess we can start off with this uh the court case. We can talk about Ed Sheeran versus uh the Marvin Gaye. Uh I don't even say it, it wasn't the Marvin Gaye estate. I was confused about that. Yeah. Who, um, 
I think it was one of the writers of um, what song was it? Uh, what's going on? Yeah, it, it was a writer. One of the writers of What's Going On sued Eric Sheeran. Okay, for one of his songs that sounded similar. So it kind yeah. of uh, it harkens back to the uh, Marvin. Uh, the what was that fucking uh, uh the ti blurred lines with robin blur the blurred lines Ro- Rob, yeah robin, robin thick for real and the ti yeah robin thick and yeah 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 i'm blanking on some names man <laughs> it was a blurred lines lawsuit versus the marvin gay estate the marvin gay estate actually won that lawsuit and i think everybody assumed they were just getting money hungry and yeah. wanted to sue everybody for every song that sounded like a marvin gay song but um, I guess there was a lawsuit with uh, Ed Sheeran in this, and Ed Sheeran actually won the lawsuit. Yeah, it was interesting, I, too, because um, I don't know if you heard his song before. You probably did. Yeah, I did. But, it's um, called Thinking Out Loud, by the way. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie. When I first heard this song, I'm just like, okay, he just sampled Marvin Gaye. <laughs> I, I thought he was just doing a play on Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. And so, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, oh, I know he got clearance for this. Because I know, like, there's no way he just jacked this song. And come to find out, when I seen the lawsuit, I'm like, damn. So, he didn't get permission for this? And um, and he, I think he, I don't know if he tweeted or made a, a statement or a comment or something like that. He said if he loses this, he's never doing music again. Yeah, he said he's going to quit music. Yeah, which I don't think he would, but that would have been a big blow, man. Because I think this lawsuit was, I think, what like ten million or something. It was, it was mm-hmm. a healthy amount. Where I'm like, he might be in trouble if he lose this. But um, surprise, dog! I was super surprised that he won this. Yeah, because it sounds just like what's going on, man. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like I, I was shocked. So uh, I think this sound more like a um like a Marvin Gaye sample than the um than Blurred Lines. Blurred Lines and, and I think Blurred Lines sound like the other song too from Marvin Gaye, but this one really sound it, like I thought he got permission. <laughs> That's yeah. how much. And he he even did a performance where he like mashed the two together. Really? So yeah. 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 Damn. In a live performance. So yeah, it's, I'm kind of surprised that you know, the Blurred Lines lawsuit went the way it did. But then again, it's different juries. So, yeah. you know, one jury can feel one way, the other one can feel another way. That's why these music lawsuits are dicey, man. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I don't really have any thoughts about it, necessarily. Um, I don't really care about Ed Sheeran quitting music or not, uh, if he lo- lost the lawsuit. But I know a lot of people have been, in the music industry, have been worried about this because... I mean, a lot of songs sound the same, man. Okay, yeah. there's only so many like melodies we can create, and once you start getting to songs sounding the same, that's a lot of songs, man. Yeah, you really want to break that down. Yeah, you it, know? it's really tricky because, like, who knew you could just either uh, uh, copyright a certain melody? I know you can in certain cases, but it's like, damn, if everybody copyright their mel a uh, melody. Then <laughs> what else can we make? <laughs> and I felt yeah. like that's what Marvin Gaye estate been kind of doing to people. Where you know if the song sound inspired by it, 
then that's ours. We, you know, we could take all all of your money from that. And that to me, that was a bit of an issue because it's like, damn, so you can't even be inspired. Like, I understand stealing. I understand just jacking something, but to me, the blurred lines, it 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 definitely, it definitely was inspired by the Marvin Gaye song. But I I just don't, I just, man, I felt so bad that they lost that because that sound from that from that song is. It's Pharrell's sound. Mm-hmm. Like, Pharrell got a lot of songs that kind of sound like that with the instruments and stuff. But the lyrics wasn't the same. And it, it just had the same feel. And they, you know, it, they lost. And that kind of ended Robin Thicke's career. So, it's Well, I it's mean, really to be tricky. fair, there's a lot of things that ended his career. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. he was heavy into drugs and shit. Yeah, but I do think that was kind of the straw that broke the camel back a little bit. Once yeah. he lost that. Then I I felt like he wasn't the same since, <laughs> but yeah. but um yeah it's tricky it's kind of, I mean you know it's I I I'm glad Ed, Ed Sheeran won this man because if he would have lost this man it would it would be crazy you know with all of these people suing these artists because of, you know a song sounds similar to what mm-hmm. I did or something like that. Um. So the, for clarification. The plaintiff in this case was Catherine Griffin Townsend, who is the daughter of Ed Townsend, who co-wrote Let's Get It On with Marvin Gaye. So it wasn't actually the it, it was the, the the estate of the writer of this song. Okay, so it wasn't not Marvin, Marvin Gaye's, Gaye's estate. Okay. Or yeah, okay. So and it's why people gotta look up things, man. Cause I feel like the Marvin Gaye, and I don't know if they inspired this lawsuit or not. I have no idea if they had anything to do with it. But uh I think I've seen everybody get mad at them like this was their call or this was their lawsuit. And it's like y'all gotta read, because I didn't even know this until I looked it up, man. So yeah. Yeah, y'all gotta make sure you're informed with the facts before you uh get out your hot takes shitting on the uh man's family. Yeah. Because uh this was a separate lawsuit by somebody else. But, yeah, so score one for the creatives, I guess. Um, we'll see how, if there's any more of these lawsuits that pop up for songs that sound alike, because I feel like everything sounds alike at this point. But, yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. Yeah. Other things that happened this week. Let's talk about some NBA playoffs, man. Um, oh, and the Armchair asked what you got going on in the background oh. of the TV Oh. <laughs> uh, that's that Jedi. That's that Star Wars Jedi game, isn't it? Yep, it is the newest one. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but yep, I got it's it playing. Jedi it. Survivor, I think. Yes, something I like think, that. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, uh, Figgy ain't a Star Wars guy, man. I, I was a big Star Wars guy until like uh, I don't know, like five years ago. I stopped. Yep, the shit. yeah, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sidebar, I'm getting this May the fourth shit. Like <laughs> it's so damn corny, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting sick of Star Wars. And you more man. of a Star Wars person than I am. Yes, <laughs> but it's just every year I'm like, can y'all stop forcing? May the this fourth thing, be man. with you. <laughs> every year I got to see some stupid ass fucking articles about Star Wars, and it's like, man. This movie came out in 1977. Okay, can we move on as a culture and company? Can we have something new? Did can you we see do the, some new sci-fi? Did you see that Star Wars house in Houston? 
the Darth Vader house thing? Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I ride past it every day going to work. <laughs> I kind of want to go in there and just kind of look around just to see. Like, I know it's not like Star Wars inside the house, but just mm -hmm. the house looked dope as hell, man. I used to ride past the house all the time and did not know what, what it was. I thought it was like a church or a museum or something. And it wasn't until I seen the article, I'm like, damn, that's a Darth Vader house? I thought that was kind of fly. Yeah. And, and I think that last time I checked, the house was only like $3 million. <laughs> It was kind of low. And I'm guessing that's probably why, because they made it a a, a, a damn Star Wars house. So um, I think it still might be on the market, too. Yeah. Um, only $3 million too, man. That's fucking... <laughs> Yeah. Stack up a little bit and that could be yours. I, I would buy it and turn it into like a Star Wars museum. <laughs> and oh, make yeah. money and from I charge it. people to get in. Because yeah. I guess fans will pay anything. Because I know they at Disney World, I think it was Disney World, they had a whole like Star Wars resort thing where it was ridiculously expensive. And it's like you stay in this Star Wars hotel or whatever. And it's like everybody there is just like Star Wars people. And you have little Star Wars things you do in there. And it, it's so stupid. <laughs> And people who who reviewed it said it was like completely pointless. It was just you're stuck in like a cave, basically. Damn. You know, you're not, you're not even outside. You're just stuck in this little spaceship thing, <laughs> and everybody's acting like fucking. I don't know. This looks stupid, man. But <laughs> fan, fans will will pay a lot for experience like that. So yeah, I don't know. I can't call it. Uh, Miguel asked any thoughts on a Halsey. A live breakup. I'll be honest, I didn't know about that. I know who is it Hasley? Hosley. I, I don't even know how you say her name. I, I know who she is. I don't know who uh, that guy is. A live yeah. A live Aiden. I don't know. I don't know that guy. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh I can't comment. But yeah. <laughs> sorry that happened or good for them. I don't know. <laughs> I have no take. Um Oh, the NBA playoffs. We're talking about the NBA playoffs, man. Um, yeah. Joel Embiid is voted the uh, 2023 MVP, um, or is it 2022? I guess 2022 NBA MVP, I guess, as the season started last year. 2023 to 2023, whatever. Yeah. NBA MVP uh, beating out a Jokic, who would have got his third in a row. That would have been crazy until... if we got three in a row, man. <laughs> like, if he here's the thing, man. Here's my take on that. If he deserved it, he deserved it. You yeah. know, everybody shits on Steve Nash. He, he, like, he deserved the MVPs when he won, man. Okay. He took a team that was ass and turned them into playoff contenders, man. He took a team, I think the Suns were like 30 wins to 60 or something like that. Like he he turned that team around pretty much by himself. And he was bombed the fuck out, man. We don't think yeah. about him like an NBA legend now. But I remember he was balling the fuck out during that time, man. And they had a revolutionary style of play that we've seen now. Yeah. Know, look, so. and, and see, look, see, my only problem is, like, who who won three MVPs in a row like that? <laughs> it's been a lot of good players that sh probably should have won three in a row, but they didn't give them three in a row or even two in a row to, you know, you know how the NBA is. They don't. Yeah. Like, Michael Jordan probably would have won it every year. If, mm -hmm. if they had a chance, but they tried to spread it around a little bit. So I'm like, damn, like, where was that love at <laughs> at that time? So that, that that's my only issue, man. If, you know, 
Like, where, where, where is that Jordan rule at this point <laughs> for Jokic? <laughs> it seemed like before, like, even with LeBron, like, it was a couple times where LeBron probably could have won it three or four years in a row. Mm-hmm. But you could tell they trying to, you know, be fair and give it to somebody else. They, they you know, they bring all these criteria to, you know, I guess get other people a chance to win it, which is cool. I'm Like, I'm fine with it. Like, I think we get tired of people winning it every single year if they win it three or four times in a row. But that that was that would have been my only beef. Like I don't like I do think he deserved to be there. But like where was that love at when Michael Jordan was probably the best thing in sports history? <laughs> like Bunny, here's the thing. Jokic this year, I mean the, the Nuggets were the number one seed and the argument used to be the best player on the best team. Was Michael Jordan the best? Was Were the Bulls the number one seed all those years? I had to look back, but I doubt it. And that was the criteria, the best player on the best team for a while, it seemed like. And I think this year, if the fucking best team is the Nuggets, Jokic probably should have won it. But I don't care. I'm glad Embiid got one. I like Embiid. I think he's a good dude. Um, but people... The, the arguments people make are just, they get kind of silly, man, because the, now the race, playoffs the, matter. Yeah. You know, that, that, and that's one thing people kept bringing up. They're like, how can we get, keep giving the MVP to somebody who, who, who doesn't even get to the finals? And it's like, okay, well, let's check the scores right now with the uh, current MVP, Joel Embiid. Uh, the series is tied one to one. The Celtics are up 192 in the fourth quarter with five minutes left. So, and the Nuggets are up 2-0 against the Suns, who people had in the finals. Yeah. So, if, if, if Joel Embiid wins one and then gets bounced in the second round, and he hasn't had playoff success. Yeah. What was the excuse for giving him this one? But, and see, it's a regular season MV, uh, MVP. It's a it's regular season award. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be. Because that happened all the time, even in the, in the NFL. You had people that won the MVP, like somebody like a Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. who, who ended up getting the MVP award, which, you know, he kind of played throughout the playoffs and got it. But he got his, you know, got his ass whooped in the Super Bowl. So it's like this MVP player who, you know, didn't show up in the Super Bowl or something like that. So I don't I don't think you should judge it uh, strictly on the playoffs because they, if you do get to that champion, I mean, if you do win it all, you get the MVP award for the you know the whole you know playoffs or whatever it is. They got yeah. they got awards for that. So I think it should be strictly for the regular season, no matter what the team do. Yeah, I mean, I think the main the main issue really is like you got low management, you got people getting hurt, you got teams underperforming. So and look, I feel like if if Jokic and I don't want to go Kendrick Perkins route, the reverse <laughs> Kendrick Perkins. But if Jokic was Kevin Durant, he would have won three in a row. But he's Jokic. He's a, a foreign, just a weird-looking guy <laughs> on a yeah. team that nobody cares about, really. So they couldn't justify giving him the third I, MVP. It, but I, if the Nuggets win the finals, it will look ridiculous. <laughs> like the one year you really should have given it to him, you didn't, and he really deserved it. But okay. Yeah, it, it's it's super wonky though, man. Because even the one year Steph Curry won MVP, that I mean he had a good year, but that was still kind of debatable a little bit. 
Yeah. And then the second time when he won the second year in a row, that's when he had the amazing year where it was like, holy, sh- you can't not give it to him now. Mm-hmm. So he he had like a record-breaking year the following year. So it's a it's a bit wonky because I think, I want to say that first year he won it, the team was a really good team. And, you know, like you said, best player on the best team. So, you know, it kind of made sense. But I think the following year, they might have been the best team too, but he had like a record-breaking year. So I think it could be really, it could be really wonky at times. But um, yeah, man, I just, you know, I, I never, it's it's weird now because I don't I don't want to keep comparing like old players back in the day to new players. Mm-hmm. Like, like ain't no point of comparing Michael Jordan or LeBron to Jokic because they like totally different players in two different eras. But um, like when like if he did win, I would be like, damn. <laughs> like he did something Michael Jordan never done before, <laughs> or you know somebody yeah, like but... Michael Jordan never done before, and it just it just sound weird. Like it's no discredit to him, but mm-hmm. it's just like damn, Michael Jordan had some legendary years, man. So you mean all those years, th- those six championship years, like he couldn't have won MVP all of those years. But but that that's what gets annoying, and that I think is the reason why he didn't win it, honestly. Because yeah. nobody, and, and that's the the issue is that people use these as arguing points, as in arguing whether somebody is better than whoever. Yeah, you know, and ultimately, Jokic winning three MVPs doesn't do anything to Jordan's legacy. I okay, agree. that doesn't yeah. mean he was a better or more impactful player than Michael Jordan. Of course, he's not. He yeah. plays in a different era and against different competition, and the competition. Could have got MVP. They could have made a better case for themselves, but they didn't. So, yeah. I mean, who is that Jokic's fault? I don't think he even gives a shit. So, who cares? Yeah. But I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I'm glad, anyway, I'm glad Joel Embiid got it. Me too. Time. Me too. But yeah, like I said, it's it's so like the NBA that that shit's so weird, man. Because mm-hmm. you you know how it is. People gonna bring up, damn, is he better than Shaq? Shaq never yep. won that or Hakeem. Like he never he never did that. It'd be some type of weird argument where you'll be like, "Damn, he ain't better than like." When if I just sit here and say Jokic is better than King, people mm-hmm. would lose their shit. <laughs> but I don't even think they should be compared like that. Yeah, but yeah, that's All the I'm NBA. saying. It, it'll it'll look funny style if he got two MVPs where he disappointed in the playoffs, and then the year he didn't get MVP, even though he had a case for it, he wins the finals. Yeah, so I, would that make him a lock to make it to make uh, MVP next yeah. year unless he gets hurt? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, man. it's like crazy, the, man. The discussions in the NBA discourse is just crazy, man. That's all. Yeah, I can say. I, yeah, I, and that's the one thing. Like, I like that they get other people a fair chance, but I kind of hate that they do it like this because it's gonna be a moment where somebody do have a legendary year where you have to give it to them instead of saying, oh, you know. He, you know, he'll win some next time. So let's give it to this person. You know, yep. it'd be good for the NBA. So, you know, let's give it to Giannis, even though he, you know, deserved it. But it's always little stuff like that, man. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's crazy. No, it is, man. But uh, anyway, yeah, I've, I've seen the, uh, what's that? I said shout out to MB for winning it. I think he's. Yeah, shout Yeah, man. He, he's been campaigning for it for a long time. He's been, uh, I, I like MB, man. I liked his personality for a while, and he's a great player. He deserved it. 
But uh, like I said, people's arguments will look funny style if if Joel if the 76ers get bounced right here in this yeah. series. But we'll see. A lot of basketball left to get played. Um, I feel like the Lakers Warriors series is like going to be the peak of this NBA season, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anything after this will will generate nearly as much hype. Yeah, but uh, it's been good ratings. Uh, some exciting NBA playoff action going on now. But yeah, I feel like this. I think I think they should have met in the Western Conference, man. Western Conference yeah. Finals. It's happening too early. It, yeah, it's crazy. I think the NBA kind of hate this a little bit. Yeah, because the team, both of the teams was like, I think the team was like six and, and the six and the seven seed. So mm-hmm. that was that's kind of unheard of to see a, a team that low like that knock off some, you know, some good teams because I think uh, they knocked off Sacramento and Memphis. So, you know, even though they was a young team, but now you got one of these teams that could really make it to the finals. But, you know, once whoever win this series, they could win the finals, man. They They could get to the finals at least. And at that point, it's like, ah, uh, who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then if it's a team like Miami, mm-hmm. who get to the finals, then who who really gonna watch that, man? <laughs> like Miami and let's say uh, the Warriors, who a lot of people kind of got tired of a little bit. But I don't know, man. I think it, I, I I think I agree with you. I think this would be the peak. Who would you rather win a championship this year, the Lakers or the Warriors? To be honest, man, because I I I can't I never did like the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> I never did like the Lakers. I and you know I grew to hate the Warriors once they start going to the finals, playing against the Cavs. That's why I kind of started hating the Warriors. But man, I think. Honestly, I think the Warriors are probably the closest dynasty we'll see for a minute. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't mind to me, and this is me kind of being strategic on how I say this. I would probably be cool with the Warriors winning just at the end of it all when it's all over, when it's all said and done. I could be like, damn, the Cavs was the only one to to beat them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like when they had the best the record the ever. Yeah. yeah, they were 73 and nine or whatever the record was. Or uh, I think they won. They beat that Bulls record. And mm-hmm. that don't mean a damn thing now because they lost in the finals up three to one. So <laughs> I would probably rather them win it. So just so I can, you know, because they would have, they would have had a legendary run if they would have won yeah. that series. Because even the one they lost to Toronto, Kevin Durant got hurt. It was other people hurt, so that I guess that kind of gave them a, a, a bit of an excuse. But that was a that would have been a legendary run if they didn't lose three one. And um, so I would <laughs> I rather them just top off the win. And then, you know, that'd be it for them. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough because I hate both these teams, man. <laughs> I hate the Warriors and I hate the Lakers. But if I had to pick one, it would probably be the Warriors too. Just because <laughs> I don't want to have to acknowledge this Lakers team, dog. Okay. <laughs> I, and I, I want to bury the bubble championship as much as possible. And that would hurt my narrative. Okay. <laughs> I'm on a mission to 
say that season doesn't count. And I think <laughs> we're winning because you look at all the proof, you look at the people who play really well in the bubble and haven't played that well since then. And then you look at the Lakers who won a championship that year and missed the playoffs every year except this year yeah. with LeBron. Yeah. And it, which they barely squeaked in with the play-in. Mm-hmm. So, look, we, we've got to acknowledge that the bubble was fraud. Yeah. <laughs> and that would hurt my argument if the Lakers won the championship this year. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'd rather the Warriors win, uh, but I, I would hate either way because I'm sick of the Warriors Me winning. Me I'm too. I'm sick of Lakers, period. So, yeah. it would be like, AIDS or cancer, pick one. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't want to see either, but who knows? Yeah, who um who would you rather who do you want to see win it all? Like this year? I think it's time for the Celtics, man. Mm. I think it's time for the Celtics. Uh they they've been on the verge for a while. I think this team should I would like to see them win it. Um, of course, Joel and, and James Harden. It would actually no. I have to take that back. I can't see James Harden win a championship outside of Houston, man. I can't support that. <laughs> actually, can I support that? I have to think about that. I never even thought about that. Would I be okay with James Harden winning a championship outside of Houston? I I don't even I know how I feel about that. I would be. I would, my thoughts. I would be okay if James Harden won, but I I kind of don't like Philly, man. I just yeah. I, I don't like I don't like the Philly sports town, man. Like I look, man. I was already dealing with not really dealing with, but just Eagle fans in general. Uh, all the little Philly fans that was around when the Astros whooped their ass. Like I don't want to hear from no Sixer fans, man. <laughs> so I, I rather them not get. I would like Doc to get another one though, because I think Doc won one with the Celtics. So I would, I would like to see him get one. But I, I, I just, if James Harden was on another team, I'd be fine with it. But I just don't want to see Philly win one, man. I don't want to see no East Coast team get one. I would like, yeah. I would like to see Miami. I will, I want Jimmy Butler to get one. In in the East, no matter what, the Knicks can't win. Okay, <laughs> yeah, the Knicks can't win no matter what. The Heat, I would be good with the Heat, and I would be good with the Celtics. I would know. Yeah, I, I don't like Boston either. I, yeah, I, I don't like Boston, but I like the players. I like Jalen Brown. I like Jason Tatum. Yeah, so I like them win a championship. I rather I rather those teams, all of those teams, win rather than the Knicks. Like I just I don't know, man. Like dog, I would I have to turn off ESPN, man. The dick, the New York dick riding in ESPN is just ridiculous, man. You already <laughs> got the loudest voices like Stephen A. Smith being yeah. super Nick fans and all that. I I'd, I'd rather them just stay in purgatory forever. Okay? Yeah, I don't want to see them be good, dog. Yeah, and. I, and the one thing I hate about the Knicks, and it's funny because I was a Carmelo Anthony fan. So I was I was low-key a bandwagon Knicks fan because of Carmelo and Amari Stoudemire. But um I like like what like people pump up the garden so much. Yes. Like, oh, it's so legendary. I'm like, man, people uh, opponents go there and have legendary games. Like why we sit, <laughs> like why are we sitting here pumping this up like it's the garden or something? <laughs> oh, not the garden, but the um like we playing in Boston or something. Boston called the garden, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's the garden. Boston the is Boston, the garden. Yeah, yeah. That's the garden. It's uh like well, we, New York is Madison Square Garden. Boston's a garden too, but I think they're called something else now, aren't they? Yeah, I think they call it something else. But 
Like, we acting like we sitting here talking about Staples Center <laughs> or something like that. And yeah. all, people, are, oh, the Mecca and all this other stuff. Oh, the, the Boston is a TD Garden. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we had like we sitting there talking about the legendary matches in Boston or LA or something. It's just like, man, come on, man. Like people go to New York and ball out. <laughs> it's like, why are we sitting here acting like, oh yeah, they gotta come to the garden? Like, the garden ain't no tough place to play. <laughs> right. <laughs> they act like it's Rucker Park or something. Yeah. Man. So I'm just like that's the stuff that pissed me <laughs> off with that. Like, come on, man. Like we and number one, they, they done priced all the poor folks out of the garden, period. So it's nothing but like a, a rich hipsters. Yes. Rich hipsters <laughs> and celebrities. Yeah. So yeah, the, 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 that's the thing that pisses me off about New York. Like they have this, they want to have this mystique aura. Like everything's just more important. I kept hearing people for years say the NBA is better when the Knicks are good. And it's like they, they've had the biggest years of growth when they've been the worst team, arguably, in the NBA. Yeah. Like nobody cares about New York teams like that, man, outside of New York. Yeah. Okay? I they act like they're just so important and the sports world revolves around them despite they're not, none of the teams are very good. You know who they, they act like they're the Lakers. Because yes. I feel like the Lake, like, look, I gotta give it to. I hate the Lakers, but they act like, like, when you go all over the country, you you see a lot of random Laker fans that never been to L.A. or you know never lived in L.A. anything like that, but they're Laker fans, mm -hmm. which I I think is kind of crazy, but whatever, it's it's yes. cool. But you don't. See, I mean, how many Knicks fans do you see randomly like that? Like dog, like you see a lot of cowboy fans all over the all over the damn world, to be honest. But you don't, man, you don't see no Knicks fans like that. So I think it's just it's BS. They pretty much, I want to say they a local product, and they try to make it like it's just wor worldwide and everybody care yeah. about them. It's like no, nah, get out of here, man. This ain't this ain't down Yankee Stadium or <laughs> or um the stadium in Boston and nothing like that. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. No, the Knicks, the Knicks stuff is just annoying, man. And then they, uh, when Carmelo showed up at the game, number one, I've wondered, Carmelo's going to be in a Hall of Fame. Yeah. Who's going to retire his jersey? I think, I think, he, uh, I think he, to me, to be honest, I kind of see him as a Nick because he, he was. But they were never really good with him. He he had his best yeah. years in Denver, and they're yeah. not going to retire him. Yeah, so, I don't think he I don't think he played that long enough to for them to retire his jersey. I don't think they get, got that far with him, to be honest. I think they was good, but he kind of got out of there real quick. And um, I, to be honest, I think it would be New York, man, because I think it makes sense because he a New Yorker. Mm -hmm. And he played there. That was probably some of the last time they were. That was probably the last time they were good or somewhat good. So I think it. I think I think they gonna retire it, man. Because shit, who else they got to retire? <laughs> I don't think they got anybody else that could, you know, just you know, retire their jersey like that. So I think it will be New York. Yeah, I guess, man. But it's not <laughs> like that's a le look. Yeah. I feel like. The the New York players who've been retired, the Nick players who've been retired, are like some of the all time greats. And Carmelo's career, like, does it as a Nick belong up there with them? Man, you gonna put that 
fucking jersey next to Patrick Ewing? Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Miguel asked, you see him with the cornrows or fade? I, my my picture, what I think of Carmelo, is like that look he had on the Stop Snitching DVD with the cornrows and the extra large T. Yeah. And he got in trouble for that. I remember that. There was some uh, issues with the NBA as he appeared on that Stop Snitching, Stop Lying DVD, or whatever the fuck it was. And uh, niggas in Baltimore are talking mad shit. So, yeah. I don't know, man. But, yeah. yeah I don't know. Carmelo's career is just funny to me. It's like... Yeah. I, I think if you show his career, his stats and all that stuff, you'd be like, damn. Like, because I want to say clo- uh, close, if not top 10 in scoring, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild. I'm like, damn, he really, like, he got up there quick. But, you know, some people might look at it as kind of disappointing a little bit. Because remember, he came in the league and it was like him versus LeBron. It was going to be the next Larry Bird versus Magic. Yeah. And, um, and I think, I think Carmelo had a respectable year. Uh, I, I wouldn't even say respect. I think it was good. I think it was a good career. But LeBron was just so great that, it, it, you know, it kind of pushed them to the back. So, I don't know. I've, I've looked up some stats. Carmelo and Anthony won seven playoff games with the Knicks. Mm. They going to retire that jersey? <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard not to man. If he do, if he make it to the uh, if seven he, playoff games, if he get into the Hall of Fame, man, it would be hard not to do it. <laughs> I don't know. That's tough, man. Come on, man. <laughs> he won seven playoff games, and they going to hang that up in the rafters. <laughs> what about his career in New York was special? Like, what about it deserved a, a, a retirement? Yeah. I understand I people like Carmelo. Yeah. But I think it would be I think if he was somebody if he was born in LA or something, I think I don't know if they would retire him, his jersey like that. But I just think the whole mystique of him being a New Yorker, he played there the, the last time he played there, it was when they were actually good or okay. Mm-hmm. I just think that's the <laughs> I think I think that's gonna push his jersey up there next to Patrick Ewing. <laughs> he he won 16 games in the playoffs with the Denver, by the way. Damn. So it it sounds like they need to retire. York it sounds like they need to retire his jersey. <laughs> yeah, legit, they have a better case, too. Yeah. But the whole thing ended badly, and I think somebody else has uh, Carmelo's number. So, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know if yeah. they do it, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's... I don't know. The, the whole... Carmelo, New York era, I think is highly overrated. Yeah. Because I saw he was at the game and they gave him a standing ovation. It was trending on Twitter. I'm like, (laughs) why? (laughs) He won seven games total in the playoffs, man. Man. I remember more about Jeremy Lin and his run than I do Carmelo Anthony's run with the Knicks. And and, and the the funny thing about it is he started, he he was balling when um, Carmelo was out because I think Carmelo was hurt. And he came in, he was, he was like whooping. He was like dropping what 40 on Kobe and shit. Mm-hmm. And and I remember the hype was, you know, when Carmelo come back, this team going to the fight or whatever it was. And I don't obviously it didn't work out. But yeah, man. I don't know. This it's gonna be interesting. I can't wait till he retires so I can see what happened. 
<laughs> Miguel said he was badass with Team M Team USA. Oh yeah, he balled out that, in the playoffs. That, yeah, that was his highlight. <laughs> Remember he, he tried to against Uganda. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nova Scotia, where the fuck yeah. he played against, man. Remember he tried to claim that in um, place of the championship. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got all these Olympic rings. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, the competition is the same, right? You was playing against fucking uh, Ricky Rubio in Spain yeah. in the finals. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention you had a hell of a... Them by 40. Not to mention you had a hell of a team, too. <laughs> right? You had LeBron, Kobe. Ever. <laughs> LeBron, Kobe. <laughs> all type of people. You going against maybe one NBA player on the other team in the finals. Yeah, maybe two a, a six man, <laughs> a six yeah. man. That's a star of that team. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Playing so, against yeah. Luis Scola and Ricky yeah. Rubio. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he's gonna be in a Hall of Fame. It's a basketball Hall of Fame. I think he won a championship in uh, uh what's it called? Where do you go to college? Uh oh, he's Syracuse. Yeah, 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 he yeah. did win so, a chance. Yeah, he gonna get in. The, the he'll, NBA, be, he'll, he'll be in, but it's NBA just, Hall of Fame is real loose. Funny. Yeah. The highlight package in the Knicks will be funny, too, but we'll see. <laughs> um. Anyway, other things that happened this week, he said the Redeem team, yeah. I, I, I'm still meaning to see that, uh, that documentary doc. on Netflix. Yeah, I heard it was pretty good, too. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Mm -hmm. Um. Other things that happened this week, um, oh yeah, we got a Jamie Foxx update. We never talked about this on the podcast about Jamie Foxx and what's going on. I I meant to bring it up last week, but me too. But it I was forgot. a little it was a little wonky too because yeah. it, it was no real report about that. So and, apparently yeah. Jamie Foxx like collapsed or something. He had a medical condition. We didn't know anything about it until I believe his daughter put a statement out on on Twitter or Instagram. And yeah. basically said that her father had suffered a medical condition um, and he had been hospitalized, but he was on the road to recovery. And that was like the last thing we heard for like two weeks straight. Yeah. Um, we didn't really hear anything else. Um, there was a lot of speculation. We still don't even know what happened fully. Yeah. I heard people say it was a stroke. I haven't seen that be confirmed anywhere official, but I've heard stroke. I've heard brain issues. I don't know. Um, but nobody really knew what was going on, but apparently it was very serious. I mean, mm -hmm. he's been hospitalized for a while, and there were no updates. So apparently he finally did make a statement on Instagram. He basically said he appreciates the love, and um, what else did he say? He's feeling blessed. Um, it wasn't a video. It was just another statement on Instagram. So, again... Yeah. We don't know if this was him. Yeah, it could have been his family. Yeah, but he there was a statement made on Instagram. We still don't know what his condition is. Um, I, like, there's been no updates rather than just this post. And I wonder, because I did see people start to speculate, and part of me, my conspiracy mind is working, man. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if they're trying to bury something serious here. Hopefully not. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping not. But just the statement itself is just words on a black background. And who yeah. knows who wrote them. But hopefully he's okay and recovering. I'm hoping for it, man, because uh, Jamie Foxx is still very young. 
Yeah. And uh, this this kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, this so will be. Hopefully, it's okay. This will be tough if we lose Jamie Foxx, man. We losing yeah. a lot if we lose Jamie Foxx. So uh, prayers to him. And I agree with you. I think I think a lot of the statements are really vague. And I'm not saying we need to know all the business and his medical condition and all that. If you're the family, you want to keep this, you know, between y'all. I respect that. But to me, just doing that shows you that it could it's a little more serious. And, you know, that kind of got me worried a little bit. So yeah. I hope he, you know, whatever he's going through, I hope he recovered fully. And, you know, take your time to get back to what you want to do. But I hope he have a full recovery and, and get back to being Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Texas on. <laughs> No, definitely, man. Um, and yeah, the statement came after, I guess, um, the, Jamie Foxx was supposed to host a show called Beat Shazam. Um, oh, yeah, that's the show he's been doing for a minute. Yeah, Nick Cannon is going to step in and uh, and replace him. So mm, okay. I guess I got people talking about what's going on with Jamie Foxx. So this statement was made on Instagram. Like I said, I hope it's true. Yeah. But part of me wonders if they're just trying to delay making a real statement on what happened or his condition. Yeah. So, I think I seen I, I think I seen something too where uh I think I don't I don't even know if this was true, but this is where I think everything kind of took off too was I guess somebody mama worked in the hospital mm-hmm. and they said they seen Jamie Fox Jamie Foxx was in the hospital. It kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And whoever uh, daughter it was put it in the shade room comments or something like that I, I, just out the blue and that's where it kind of took off and that's why last week I was I, I didn't want to bring it up because it was no real source to it like TMZ didn't say anything about it all these you know sites didn't say anything so you know how you know how the internet is man they will kill somebody <laughs> with no damn source or nothing so mm-hmm. So uh, I was seeing everything but TMZ reporting on it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man. But the, the other annoying thing about that, and I see this especially happen with, like, a lot of black celebrities and families. Like, I feel like they delay it as long as possible because they're hoping for a miracle. You know, yeah. somebody is brain dead. They're dead. Okay. Yeah. But they're like, wait, y'all, they're not dead. The family, I remember this happened with the Whitney Houston daughter, Bobby Brown daughter. Yeah. Um, that, that like she was dead, man. But yeah. they took, I want to say, weeks to announce it. And they kept saying, no, she's alive, she's alive, she's alive. Like they they gave people hope that she might recover, and it didn't happen. Yeah. So it, I think a lot yeah. of times I I understand grief is tough. Yeah. It's tough to lose and, a loved one. Yeah. But you're not doing yourself a service by when somebody says, you know, the worst has happened. You're like, wait, wait, no, it's to, they're, we're still, a miracle is possible. Like, nah, if they're brain dead, it's over, man. Yeah, and it's, but, it's I think it's tough, too, because a lot of people, what we do is we kind of pronounce them dead before they're yeah. technically dead. And, you know, you got people like, like, you're being insensitive. It's still alive and all that stuff, but you kind of know what it is a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like I said, I, I hope it's not this type of situation, but I think we had other situations too where it wasn't good at all. And, and and a lot of times I dealt with this personally where, you know, we knew 
uh, a family uh, or a friend of the family was gone, but they was like trying to get everything together before they pulled the plug. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of situations like that too, where they got to sign a lot of paperwork. And a lot of the times is, you know, they be like an organ donor where Mm -hmm. they try to get a lot of stuff um, in order for that before they pull the plug. So it's tough, man. (laughs) That's always a tough situation. Yeah, it is. And like I said, I hope that's not the case with Jamie Foxx. I hope he's recovering and doing better. But it's troubling that we haven't heard anything and and seen anything. Um, HRW says on Twitch, I've seen from recovering to dire condition. Yeah, you you can't. I I don't know who to believe at this point, man. I haven't seen anything official. But he says uh, if TMZ ain't leaked nothing, probably not good. Yeah, uh, it's crazy how nobody has leaked anything in this case. Yeah. Um, So we really are in the dark. We have no idea. And people yeah. shit on TMZ, but TMZ has been accurate, man. Man, TMZ is is accurate. I think I want to say they were the first to break the Kobe news. Yeah. They were the Michael first Jackson. to break Paul Walker. Yeah, like they broke so much stuff, and people still act like oh, it's TMZ can't trust it. They've been batting like I want to yeah. say nine. <laughs> Look, man, they're, they're they, more accurate they, than they're not. They're legit source, man. Like, like yeah. I know back in the day, you know, back you know in 2010, 2011, around there. You know, you ain't look at a thing like TMZ as a real source. You kind of looked at it as a gossip website, but they they legit now, man. <laughs> like usually, if I if I don't see it on TMZ, man, I'm not really buying it until I do. <laughs> yeah, I missed this by Miguel. Miguel said we were shitting on Spain and Argentina in the uh, Olympic uh, in, in the Olympic basketball games. They're legit. Yeah, they're legit against each other. They're not legit against the best players they, in the NBA. But nobody they, is. Man. They did That's have kind of an unfair advantage. They had they it's did, like us in soccer. They they did have a good year that one time where I think they uh I think that's when we had the worst US team ever. Yeah, I think it was oh four, oh three, yeah, when they won yeah. the bronze or whatever. Yeah. yeah, whenever yeah, whatever year that was, I think they was like I think it was I wanna say Ricky not Ricky Rubio, but it was that team when uh, what's the dude played for San Antonio? Uh, uh, Ginobili. I think Ginobili yeah, might have been yeah, on the team. Yeah. I couldn't stand Ginobili, <laughs> but um, they had a couple good years. But we talking about players, the United States of America, the best, best of the best. Mm-hmm. So um, they was good, but it was no competition during that time. Yeah, uh, Miguel also asked, "Y'all want to be on the machine or pull the plug?" Look, man, if I'm dead, pull the plug on me. Yeah. Okay, let me cross over. Don't waste Don't waste everybody's time, man. Exactly. <laughs> and don't break up them hospital bills. If I'm gone, just let me go. I yeah. feel. Like, mm-hmm. don't let me hang on hoping for a recovery at that point. Because if I'm brain dead, like, it's over, man. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah things you got to think about, man. But, hey, it comes for us all. So, like I said, ho- ho- hopefully Jamie Foxx is okay now. I've been thinking about this too. If he does recover and we see him and he's back to normal very soon, how quickly do you think the clone theories will start on Facebook? Right <laughs> if after they man. haven't already started. I know. I'm about to say they might be it might be in the drafts right now. <laughs> the articles is in the drafts right as we speak. Yeah, like, you know the first screenshot they have of Jamie Foxx, there's going to be somebody pointing out, oh, what's his dark spot? 
He, yeah. Jamie Foxx don't look like this. Yeah. Where is this tattoo that he had right here? Like, <laughs> you, you already know they yeah. they got the uh, they got the magnifying glass out when he walks out that hospital. Yeah, I and, think it's uh, a, I think it's hilarious how people just say, "Oh, like this a this guy's a clone." Like Gucci Mane is one, <laughs> Gucci Mane is a clone. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what? Demar Hamlin's a clone. Yeah, yeah, okay. Bun B is a clone. Did you hear? It? <laughs> I haven't heard that. That's yeah, I seen a couple people saying he clone because the way he talk. Did you see that video? Did you see that? Um, him promoting his burgers at Coachella, and he was just like, he was just, you know, he he put on his proper voice mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, make sure you guys try a burger. You know, one of the best burgers. Trill, you know, you know how yeah. Bun B sound when he. Yes. Corporate Bun B. <laughs> Somebody was like, man, he been, he uh, he been, I forgot what, what word they use, but they're like, this ain't Bun B. <laughs> they, they didn't, oh, they said they gentrified Bun B. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, man. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And, somebody- and here's the truth about Bun B, man. Like, Bun B was always like a smart dude. I want to say he went to college. I want to say like he was he was very highly educated. I think that's his real voice, man. I think I so think too. The UGK Bun B rapping voice is it was the act. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's funny? What's funny is um, so somebody responded to that response. It was like, what is he supposed to be talking? To, he's supposed to be talking like this whenever he pr- promoting the Trill Burger, and they posted the uh, sipping on some scissor begin the beginning of the <laughs> intro, like, oh, you fake ass, bitch ass, Trill ass, and dick in the booty ass, <laughs> <laughs> KY like, <what>? jelly ass. <laughs> I'm like, is he supposed to be promoting his burger like that? <laughs> yeah, but, man. Yeah, yeah, that that's just how that's just how Bumby is. Yeah, I know that voice. I remember. I I think the the first time it really shocked me, I saw him on like a Colgate commercial yeah. years back, yeah. and that's when it really hit me. Like, wait a minute, this this what? His voice was way. He was smiling, teeth to teeth, like everything. And it's like <laughs> the way he talked was so different when I was used to. I was like, man. But after a few years, I'm like, okay, it's yeah. probably how he's always sounded. Yeah, but. Look, he he was a rapper, and he had to have a rap voice. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's good for him to be honest because he in a whole different space now. He's yeah. still he's still Bun B, the Underground King, but he's in a totally different space now. He got a lot of business deals. He's shaking hands with the mayor, and you know he do he doing a lot of stuff that I would have never thought he would have done. So, like I I respect it, man. People got to grow. Even even somebody like a Fifty Cent, he don't sound like he did back in the one. He he kind of got he still sound like a New Yorker, but he he sounded a little more proper. He ain't sound like Bun B, but he sounded mm-hmm. a little more proper than he did. He don't he don't really sound that hood like he used to. So I I get it, man. Yeah, and don't test Bumby either because you think he'd talk all proper and sweet. <laughs> don't try to run up in his house; he will shoot you in his boxers, man. Yeah, I, I, like yeah, he did. I would not. <laughs> <laughs> like he did in 2019. So don't test him. Mm-hmm. Uh HRW says chat GPT. Yeah, man. It's just uh going it's going down, I, I, man. Hey dog, speaking of that, I'm glad he brought this up because I just I just got hip to that yesterday. Oh wow. <laughs> I had okay. never I had never heard of it. And so I've been really? on, I've been on it a lot <laughs> since yesterday. 
And I was just like, damn, this is, it's really, it's really crazy how you could just type something in and they just get, this shit low key better than Google, man. <laughs> no, 100%, man. I'm just mad <laughs> I didn't, uh, we didn't have this shit when I was in school. Uh, you could write a fucking letter, man. You could you tell can this person. You ask it anything and it like gives it instantly, basically. Yes. Dog. I got it up right now, man. And that, I, this shit was crazy. I'm like, what? I like, asked it to like, and some things it's still not great at. Like, I asked it to write uh, a song by with Cameron and Joel Santana. Mm-hmm. It like the song had no cuss words in it, man. They didn't oh, say really? nigga once. Really? I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm sure you probably just trained it not to say these things because I'm. Uh, there's already been some issues with AI mm-hmm. saying some shit, yeah. but that that's why it can't replace certain things. But yeah, it will it will spit out. Anything. Yeah. I, I was very impressive. I was messing around because I'm like, because, you know, my wife is a teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, hey, can you come up with a, a lesson plan for pre-K? And they gave, gave me a whole rundown of stuff I could possibly do. I was just like, damn, they actually giving the ideas. Yeah. So I'm like, man, that is crazy. <laughs> so I, I just got it. Honestly, I spent the twenty. I, I spent twenty on it right now because uh, it worked better for the twenty. So I'm just trying it out for the month to see how it work. But uh, well, you have to pay for it. No, they have a free version, but the free version kind of suck a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, so I went on and paid the twenty just to kind of get the full, get the full experience from it. But um, I'm impressed, man. This thing about to take jobs away, man. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's already in the working, man. That's yeah. why this writer strike is happening when it's happening as well. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I like randomly said, uh, I put in chat GPT. I was like, give me an idea for a TV show. And the idea was actually pretty good, man. It said <laughs> a show called Lost and Found, where every episode it stars a different person and they've lost something in their life, whether it be like physical or psychological or mental. And they go through the episode trying to find it. And you can mix in the storylines with recurring characters from other storylines. And it actually sounded pretty decent, <laughs> man. It sounds better than fucking God friended me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds better than a lot of shows on CBS. So if if I clean that up, and I, I bet you I could pitch that to a network and get that somewhere, dog. Yeah. So, and and that's why these writers are currently on strike right now. Yes. And that's part of their... Um, their issue. argument. They're yeah. like, y'all can't use AI for anything mm-hmm. because, I mean, it, it, you can ask it to write a script and it'll write a script. Yeah. Okay? And then instead of writing, you'll just be like the editor. Clean this up. Yeah. Make jokes. That's one thing AI can't do. AI can't tell jokes. Yeah, they have... It has no sense of humor. They had no sense of humor, no feel. Yeah. And, you know, look, at the end of the day, we are humans, so we kind of... We have real emotion. So you can't... Uh, AI, or at least not right now, can't make up a real emotion. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that- it will. It will. It can give you a script. It can write for you. It can do anything, basically. Yeah. So, I, I um, wish they had this shit when I was in school, man. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> All them nights I spent writing papers and shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it, it instantly, and I just could have changed it enough to where you couldn't tell it was obviously AI written. Yeah. It'll save me a lot of hours, man. Yeah, just come up with the blueprint and I'll fill the rest. Yep. I'll fill in the blanks. <laughs> I saw somebody really figured it out. They they had chat GPT 
give the uh, give a paper, and they had a three D printer write it. Oh <laughs> so, man, what? <laughs> yes. So like, <laughs> that is crazy, man. That's insane, man. That's like the future is already here. Yeah. So, just crazy, man. So yeah, this writer strike is going on, and everybody is. I, I, personally, I don't really care about it. Um, but hopefully they get what they want, man. I know um, it's it, there was a, a one about 15 years ago that I remember was a pretty big deal. A lot of shows got uh, shortened and some got canceled because of it. Movies got pushed back and stuff got weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long this one is going to last. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Man, I have no thoughts about it necessarily. Yeah, I um to be honest with you, I ain't even really know about the one from 15 years ago. And so I kind of I, I I looked on Google to kind of see what shows were around that time that was affected. And there was a couple shows. It was like remember the show The Game? Yeah. Um I think that show was actually cut short. Um mm-hmm. because of that. And it kind of makes sense because it seemed like the game was doing really good and then they just kind of canceled it and then they ended up bringing it back to BET because it was it was super weird and then of course you know some of the main characters didn't come back yeah so um it, it was weird I never really understood that because I felt like the show was kind of successful but it kind of made sense when I uh when I read recently that that was one of the shows that was affected by it and plus the writing kind of got awful <laughs> Yeah. A little bit after that. So I um yeah, I I never really paid attention during that time. There was a show called Heroes that everybody talks about was like one of the biggest shows affected because I remember I was watching that show back when it came out, and it was like one of the biggest shows on TV. Um, and it was b- the beginning of like super that superhero type era. This is before like the MCU and Marvel, even. Mm. But uh, this is where, like, Hayden Panettiere and all these people got their start. And it was a good show. The first season was good. And the second season is when the writer's strike happened. And that's where the show fell off a cliff, man. Like, it just, the plot started to make no sense. Everything just got whack. And everybody points to that as being one of the main things that was really good before the writer's strike and just ass afterwards. So, I think this one might be a long one, too, because that one was pretty long, man. Feel like it went on forever. It affected a lot of uh movie and TV show releases, like you said. Some some things got canceled. So I don't know, man. But the fight against the AI is just starting. It's get, it's, it's gonna take a long time, man. It's getting crazy, man. It's it's really getting crazy. I, I told you earlier how I kind of went down the rabbit hole just listening to AI created um music. And the like. Say what you want because uh so you can check my Twitter at the Figgy Fig. I posted one of the uh the songs. It was a um so it was a Jay-Z song on his latest album. Um uh, what was the name of that out? Four uh four four four. I think it was four four four, his latest album or his last album. And um uh, it's a song called Family Feud. And but they made uh AI Biggie rap the verse. And look, uh, you had a lot of different reaction to it. Some people say it don't sound nothing like Biggie. Some people say it sound it sound really good. Some people say it was trash. Some people say, damn, this shit slaps. 
Look, man, it's not, like I wouldn't sit here and say, you know, it's it sounds exactly like Biggie, but you could tell like to me, I could I could hear Biggie rapping like that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. if he was still alive. If he if his career went how it went and he was, you know, still fresh, I could see him kind of rapping about that type of stuff, man. And it's, it's, it it kind of had me thinking a little bit like, damn, did Jay-Z really, you know, is that like the style we hear from Jay-Z right now, did he, is that kind of a biggie type of flavor to it that we just never got because his career was shortened? Because they sound just like, maybe it's a Brooklyn thing, but they sound just alike, man, where I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy, man, and... I, like like I said, I know like I said, a couple other comments I seen was just don't have any real emotion and all that stuff. Like it's ain't supposed to have emotion. It's made up. <laughs> it's it's AI generated. So of course it ain't gonna sound like Biggie alive and you know doing this verse. He didn't write the damn and verse. This here's the thing. People only say that after they know it's AI. Yeah. Okay. Let's have it. We need a real test where somebody puts out a song that gets popular and we find out later it was AI. How many thought before, and we got to take note, how many thought before it was AI? Because I guarantee you, a lot of people who are saying, oh, it has no soul or emotion to it. If you didn't know it was AI, if you didn't know that Drake song was AI, would you have known? Would you have known something was off with it? Would you be like, damn, this shit hard? Yeah. Take back. On his bullshit, you and went we, back on the old shit. And we did that with the um, what what's the one right? Uh, the one AI artist, first one that ever got signed and dropped in the same week. That yeah, that FN Mecca, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knew, or a lot of I ain't gonna say nobody, but a lot of people didn't know that was an AI generated. I, I, at least I didn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> because he had songs with actual rappers. <laughs> 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 so I I had no idea. So yeah, that you know, I mean, it's fair to say the uh, the Biggie rapping the Jay Z verse ain't have emotion because he not here, and he didn't write the he actually didn't write that verse, so he probably wouldn't rap rap it like that. But man, it sounds scary, man. <laughs> and it is. And the way technology go, I wouldn't be surprised if they do <laughs> have it where it is some type of emotion to it, because look, man, he was rapping Jay Z verse, so. Only Jay-Z can have that type of emotion because he wrote it. But if let's say somebody decided to ghostwrite a, a, a song and put Biggie verse on there. That like that shit, man, that shit would be crazy. It, it would be a damn, it, it's damn near a new Biggie song. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if people in the industry start using this, like a P. Diddy. I can see a P. Diddy. Making a um having somebody write a verse um and using that biggie AI voice for a song. And that and that's probably a whole nother conversation to be honest. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. <laughs> no, nah, it really is, man. And the music industry has a lot to uh to break down with that as well, man. Um yeah, it's uh I, I think they have a lot to worry about. And I have to look, a lot of artists are going to use AI to their benefit, okay? The mm-hmm. way the studios are mixing and, and putting effects in songs, it might as well already be AI-generated, yeah. okay? We have a lot of studio artists, especially singers, 
yeah. who, when we get them in a live setting, suddenly they sound nothing like the studio versions of their songs. Mm-hmm. So we're, they're damn near already AI generated. Yeah. Okay. They're just going to go the extra step of just removing a human element completely yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, Derek Straps keeping us updated on the Astros score says the Astros are uh, th- up 3 0 in the bottom of the third against the Seattle Mariners. Okay. Okay. Shout out to the Astros. Yeah. Um, I mean, but- they got their ass whooped against the Giants last game, so I can't get too hyped because that was a <laughs> shitty team. But uh, yeah, I wonder uh, how Paul Galant feels about this one. Yeah. If, he has his, uh, if he's in, uh, where are they playing? Are they playing here? <laughs> Let me look. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they're in Seattle. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> Miguel says I want to hear a Pimp C AI hey, verse. I'm sure there's already hey, been. One. Yeah, I'm about to say just search on YouTube after the show. Don't leave the show right now, but search on YouTube for <laughs> uh, Pimp. Type in Pimp C AI cover. Now you might hear some. Can we play a Pimp C AI song on the podcast? It can't be like. Copyrighted, right? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't so. see anything, no. Yeah. What is this? Let me let me see. Okay, the first thing I saw when I clicked uh, when I searched Pimp C AI is a video called Pimp C is Alive. Oh goodness. Some conspiracy theory <laughs> shit. So I don't think there's any Pimp C AI songs yet. At least <laughs> not, not that I've not, seen. Not yet. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, ain't nothing yet. <laughs> hey, what if we made a song? We already have an intro song. Yeah. But what if we started making music for the podcast that was AI generated? Would that be allowed? Uh, mm. like, so what you mean? Like, if we make a song, like, if we use a song that's already a song? Or what you mean? Yeah, like, if we started playing, if we... I wonder if we would get copyright strikes for playing AI music on a podcast. Probably, because I've seen yeah. stuff get taken down. So yeah, yeah. the music industry is coming hard against this. So if you play like the Drake song, I'm sure we can't play that because that's been getting taken down yeah. on uh, on site. So yeah, probably not. But yeah, I don't know. we gotta we gotta figure out how this AI stuff works for us. Okay, so this yeah. is already here, and everybody look. There's no stopping technology once it progresses. Okay. Yeah. Jobs are going to be lost. It, that's just going to be what happens, man. There needs to be some kind of regulation, but like this is this is already here and it's already moving at a fast pace, man. So all I say is look, we got to figure out how to make it work for us, man. Yeah. We we can't just say stop using it companies because they're going to use it, man. They cut corners no matter where they can. Yeah, at any cost. Yeah, so they're gonna have to like to me. I think it's spreading like wildfire, mm-hmm. and they just gonna have to get with it, man. They're gonna have to find a way to make money from it because they can't just totally ban it. Because like we could sit here and create something and, and put it out. If it's fire, it's fire. So they're gonna have to change something because it's it's crazy. Like the crazy part about it is that I think the main artists they use for this AI for the AI covers are Kanye and Drake. Mm-hmm. And it sound legit, man. It sound, it, it sound really real. I heard a lot of Michael Jackson ones and it don't really sound that good. But a lot of this stuff sound legit, man. Where, like, I would be pissed if I was Drake. 
because now you you know you using my voice. God knows how much money people can make off of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I know his uh, latest album was you know doing real good in sales. I don't think he was like really struggling for his sales, but damn man, <laughs> that's that's crazy man. <laughs> it is, and some some of it is just cra- like I've heard. The funniest ones, like the comedy potential is already off the charts, man. I've heard Joe Biden. The Joe Biden wasn't my favorite, man. I've heard Joe Biden, like, rap the intro to Love Sosa. (laughs) (laughs) And just do random rap songs. I've seen the president's debate. Like, they have the, the Trump AI voice, the Obama AI voice, and the Biden AI voice talk about which Call of Duty they like the best or some shit like that. <laughs> like, some goofy shit, man. Yeah. It's so funny. And it sounds like them, man. That's yeah. the crazy thing. It sounds like them. So yeah. the one, You know one song I heard? I was I, It actually sound all right. I heard Playboy Cardi, uh, AI Play, Playboy Cardi singing um, Michael Jackson, PYT. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was just like, this actually sound all right, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm like... It maybe it sound like him a little bit, but it's it sound all right, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had uh I think a Kanye and Playboy Cardi uh uh it was a, I don't know if you heard this group. You probably heard the song, but uh it's a group called Gautier, who was like big. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that a group? I thought it was a person. Or a person, yeah, person. Yeah, I meant yeah. person. Yeah, but you don't have to cut me out. Yeah, that was just one hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one hit wonder. But they had Kanye and um and Playboy Cardi singing that. Man, dang, should I chance it and try to play it? <laughs> I ain't gonna. Ch- I don't want to chance. I, eh, I ain't yeah, gonna chance. Yeah, I ain't gonna chance. It's, it. it's probably gonna get. I don't want to kick nobody out. But um, yeah, don't want to don't attempt the fate. Yeah, but um. Yeah, it's great. When y'all get a chance to listen to it, it's go, um, I think uh, Kanye West, Playboy Cardi, uh, Gautier. Yeah. So um, Miguel says, Galana Night was a good show. Yes, it was, man. I still miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek says, what about that Tupac concert at Coachella? Projection image shit was dope. Raised my neck hair when I heard that hologram sing Hail Mary at that concert. I didn't like that shit, man. I mm-hmm. didn't like the... And that, that uh, by the way, that's going to get worse, too. <laughs> the uh, cause look, you, we don't know what the estates of Tupac and Biggie and these other dead artists are doing, but if they're money hungry enough, they can say yes. You can have the likeness of Elvis. You can have the likeness of Biggie. You can have the likeness of Tupac, and then Tupac going on tour. <laughs> we gonna have AI Tupac and yeah. making AI songs. Yeah, and it's gonna be spooky out here, man. Yeah, and we had this, and we had this debate before, man. Um, about the, you know, remember we saying concerts might be out of style at some mm-hmm. point. It's gonna be, you know, logging on Twitch and just watching a concert of somebody that mm-hmm. ain't even real. <laughs> I think it's gonna like. I think it's some money there, man. If they do it right, I I, I don't want to say the uh, hologram or. Whatever that's called. Remember that hol- Tupac hologram or whatever? Yeah, they called it a hologram. Yeah. Um, now, if they spice it up a little more, make it real realistic, I can see this going on tour, man, and people just cleaning up to see, you know, uh, Elvis or Michael Jackson or Prince yeah. or something like that. They, they could do it like Travis Scott did. He did a, a concert in Fortnite. 
Yeah. We could have a, a fucking Playboy Cardi concert and fuck, or who's a dead rapper who'd be popular in the video game? I can't think of one. Um, really? Pop Smoke. Pop, uh, yeah, that's a good one. A Pop Smoke concert in fucking Call of Duty. Modern yeah. Warfare, man. Or, or some uh, shit like that. Or what's the other guy? Um, damn, what's the other guy who did a lot of emo music? Uh, Juice, Juice World. World. Yeah. yeah, I can see Juice, Juice World. World. I've heard some Juice World AI songs too, man. They sound pretty close, man. So, and I think I think artists like that, especially Juice World specifically, I think they could get that down pack easy because mm-hmm. he used a lot of auto tune anyway, and so you could cover that up, and it could sound exactly like him. Yeah, <laughs> and I already heard. I heard somebody close to Pop Smoke. I don't say it's family. Say that there's no more pop smoke music to be released. Yeah, released everything now, and they rushed it. You know, they had like two deluxe albums come out in like a year, so there's no more pop smoke music. So let's say the the family starts to get desperate. They want some more money. Hey, you can use my son's likeness for whatever. Yeah, we got more pop smoke music, man. Yep, and a lot of them getting like like you said, they getting desperate. They need some more money. That money mm-hmm. probably drying up. So hey, let's and and they could probably look at it like, hey, let's keep his legacy going. Yep, <laughs> which I wouldn't be mad at, but it's gonna get it'll be crazy. weird. Man. It's gonna get crazy, man. I don't want to. I think I don't want to like, see nobody dead performing like that, man. But here's the thing that I think about too, man. I feel like. People will look at us like we're weird for even thinking this was weird. Yeah. Because I feel like eventually this is going to be just so everyday commonplace that people are going to be like, oh, why didn't they want to hear a loved one's voice again? Why didn't they want to see a dead artist perform again? You know, like it's going to be so everyday in the future that people are going to wonder why us old ass niggas were worried about AI when it made life easier and more convenient for everybody. Yeah, and that, yeah, I know, man. Yeah, and it's funny because when I posted the tweet, a lot of people were kind of brushing it off, like, "Oh, this don't sound like it. This ain't gonna work." But I'm like, "Damn, this is not the point of the tweet, though, man." Like, mm-hmm. dog, it's it's very close. Like, you might feel like it's trash, but dog, we we sitting here like, like you hear how this sound, and you just brushing it off like it ain't gonna work. Yes. So I'm like, look, I'm not sitting here posting saying, hey, uh, you know, this is Biggie Smalls. This sound, this sound amazing, but, dog, it's, it's, it's going to get better. <laughs> and that's the thing. People and don't realize, like, it's not like this stuff just came out of nowhere. It's advanced quickly. I, Mid-Journey, the thing that makes art, the art that it made last year look like shit. <laughs> and now it looks like real fucking art, man. Yeah, the Chat GPT stuff had been around, but it did, it wasn't this advanced. Yeah, and it advanced so quick, man. <laughs> the AI voice thing used to sound like shit, and now it's pretty close. What do you think <laughs> it's gonna look like in five years, man? Yeah, you or less be able than that. To tell. Yeah, like you already can't tell. Like, like you said earlier, you could play a song. I could play a Drake song right now, and you'd be like, "Damn, this sound hard." And be like, "Oh, this is made up. This is an AI Drake." So it's it's crazy, man. It's not like a robot. We think AI, we think of like a robot. Yeah. No, it's it's way past that now. So 
telling you, man, man. Skynet is coming. Like yeah. Derek said, that's the future, bro. AI, everything, Terminator is coming soon. Yeah, I mean, if the AI keeps getting smarter, they're going to realize, like, we're the problem. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. you better be ready for that. Yeah. Have, have you? I know you heard of this game, but uh, it's a game on PS5 called Detroit. Yeah, Become Human. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. With the Jesse, Jesse Williams in it, in yep. his name. Yep, yeah, he had a character in there. Yeah. And, um... Dog, I think that's eventually how stuff going to be, man. How you have some real, like, some robot humans going around doing anything you want. (laughs) And um, if if something do happen where they do get a little bit emotional and cause some type of disruption, you could just throw it away (laughs) and get another one. But you could literally have somebody that could just clean the house, take care of you, and all that. I think that's... That will eventually happen, and you never know, man. That might stop crime. It might go down on the crime rate. It might, it, it, I just think all type of stuff, man. Where we will realize humans are is the reason why the world is the way it is. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, it, the future is crazy to think about, man. Like we're we're at the we're at the point where it's like things are just evolving so fast and. I just don't know how we can control it, man. Like, (laughs) even in my lifetime, I think about how fast technology has has grown and how I can't explain, like, it even sounds ancient thinking of a a time before the internet. Yeah. Like, can you believe we actually didn't have the internet growing up? Yeah. Now it's such a part of everyday life that we can't even imagine not having it. it, AI is going to be the same thing, man. Or think about how we used to have to get the internet. We I used to have yeah. to go to the library to get on the internet. Yes, we or, used to have to put it to our phone line, and we couldn't make calls and yeah. be on here at the same time. We had yeah. no cell phones. Yeah, or or AOL used to send us these discs to install the yep. internet. <laughs> just just stuff like that, man. It's just like damn. Now, like I was complaining about not getting good service on my phone. Mm-hmm. I had like one bar. And I'm if like, I gotta wait two seconds. I'm upset. Yeah, I'm I over used here to have trying to wait a day to download a picture. You, yes, you just <laughs> had to wait like, shoot, forty eight hours to download one song. Yeah. So <laughs> it's crazy, man. It really is, man. <laughs> um, Tab, yeah, what up, Tab? See you in the YouTube comments. Tab. We're talking about the Timbaland and Biggie Smalls AI track. I heard, I've heard. A, there's so many AI tracks now, man. Yeah, I think Timberland is the first one to admit he used something. A, a, a AI generated voice. I haven't heard the song, but um, yeah, we was just talking about. I went so I went down the rabbit hole listening to. Uh, side note, damn, we got sixty four viewers. Oh shit! <laughs> Did you see oh, this? Shit. <laughs> but um, side note, I just went. I went down. I went down the rabbit hole listening to a lot of AI generated uh, covers. And I ran across a lot of Kanye once. I heard the Kanye one singing um, "Sorry, Miss Jackson" by Outkast. Um, I seen a lot of uh, Michael Jackson one singing. Uh, it was one Michael Jackson one singing "See Murder" down for my niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was just a lot of random stuff, and it sound it sound. I don't want to say it sound amazing, but it's very advanced. It's very advanced. I I would have never thought I would hear something like this. So. Man, this is where you are. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. It's uh, 
it's it's wild to, as quick as it's advancing. So, like I said, everybody who's talking today about how it's soulless, it don't sound the same. Look, you're not gonna be able to tell a difference in a year, okay? Because yeah. you already barely can, and it's already advanced very quickly. So, future is here. It's got to get used to it, make it work for us. But scary stuff ahead, man. I don't know. It's scary and exciting at the same time. That's why I just want to live forever, man. I just want to see all the crazy shit that happens in the future. Like, part of me doesn't want to live forever because I don't want to fucking go through all that shit. But it worked my entire life. But I, I just want to see, like, the world change. Yeah. You know? That, that's really what I want to see. I want to see the... I want to see where, where it goes. I want to see the end. That's what sucks. We, we're going to die and not know. It's like... Yeah. A show gets canceled in the middle of a season, yeah. or in the middle before everything gets resolved, and you'll never know That's what how happened. it is when you die. Yeah, you know, I want to see the end. I want to know how everything ends. I want to know how the human race ends. Yeah, and we're just not gonna be able to know. It sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like I get it, but I I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm 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 sitting here thinking like, all right, I got about 30, 40 more years. Yeah, <laughs> about 30, 40 more years to get to buy probably like seventy something, and man, I don't we know. Just gotta hope. <laughs> <laughs> I could clock out around that time, man. If I make it to seventy something, I'm like, all right, this is too much for me. <laughs> yeah, Jerry McKinney on YouTube says I want to live for three hundred years. I want to live for something like that. Like, here's my goal because I'm a fan of this series called Ghosts in the Shell. It's like an anime and all that stuff, and it's like in that world. They have people in their brain, their human brains and robot bodies. Yeah. So they're living like a long ass time. That's my goal. <laughs> like get my brain to a robot body where I ain't got to worry about eating and sleeping and all that shit. And I could just live and see the world and, and see what happens. That's my goal. <laughs> I don't want to have to keep going to work. That's my main issue with living forever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to keep eating and feeding myself and, <laughs> going through health problems. Yeah, that's my biggest... I'm, I'm scared of, like, the health problem. I don't want to be, like, stuck in a wheelchair or, you yes. know, having somebody take care of me that don't really want to take care of me. I want to have, like, some type of disease where I'm just just causing problems for everybody. If I was the way I am now, I would, I would love to live forever. I just, like I said, I, the natural curiosity in me, I just want to see the world change and end, okay? I want to <laughs> see how it ends, but we're not. We're never, we're going to die, and, like, the world's just going to move on, and we're never going to know what happens unless you believe in reincarnation and all that shit. Look, we, we just are never going to know what happens to the earth and what happens to human beings and all that stuff, and it sucks, yeah. but that's life. Yeah, Derek says he'd be looking to make it a sixty. Man, you don't. You, uh, um, we're, we're pulling for everybody, but you can make it to sixty, man. Just got to clean up health habits and all that stuff. Hopefully, you ain't got no real bad health issues. But look, we all got to just push to an age where these things are a thing of the past. Okay, I watch yeah. a lot of Star Trek. All right, and they <laughs> at that point in Star Trek, they solve like all the Earth problems. Okay, that's why they go into space. Because <laughs> they need more problems because Earth is already fixed. Yeah. People live forever, basically. <laughs> so that's my goal, man. We got to live to the point where everything with our bodies is fixed. But yeah. I don't know if we will. Yeah. Terry says, I want a disease. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. Yeah. That, that's the that's that's one thing I think about a lot. How I'm, one day I'm just gonna die and it'll be over, and I won't know how everything ends. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody on YouTube watching, man. We at 128 right now. Oh shit. Yeah. Did, did we get a? Did, are we getting clout? We getting we getting clout. What's going on? Did the algorithm bless us finally? I know. <laughs> We've been doing this podcast forever, and finally we got blessed by the YouTube uh, algorithm. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. So shout out to everybody watching. My name is Figgy Fig. I I work for Sports Radio Sixteen in Houston. Um, this is Ryan Rocket, who also worked for Sports Radio Sixteen, do some other stuff. So make sure y'all subscribe to us, man. We do this every Friday around this time, and uh, we just we just talk. A lot of stuff, man. We talk about some of everything, so. Yeah, yeah. We, we appreciate you the hip-hop, culture, sports, everything on this podcast. Relationship stuff, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Tab says, can we get an, another Nipsey and Dolph collab track? I mean, I feel Why like not, the man? current, <laughs> I feel like the current older rappers will not want to do, like, a Nipsey Hustle song out of respect. But I feel yeah. like the younger ones won't have any issue with doing like a juice world song or feature yeah so we'll see I, yeah but i could also see somebody who some little nerd who stay in montana creating the nipsey <laughs> song that's gonna be hard and although a lot of people might say this is poor taste i could still if it's fire man i could still see people you know listening to it and giving it a little credit mm -hmm. so yeah I don't know. I don't there, think there'll always be some people who are like, no, I'm just not fucking with anything AI. But you're you have to realize like that's it, it's that's not the going old nowhere. way of thinking at this point already. It's not going okay? nowhere. As, you can't stop it. At some point, people are saying, I'm not messing with the internet or I'm not yes. messing with you know social media or my mother cell always phones. talks. My my mom tells me about this. She because she remembers like when the phone was new, mm. like the house phone was new. Oh, and they thought this was going to destroy home <laughs> forever. And everybody was just going to be on the phone all day. You think how stupid that sounds? Yeah. And this is this is already an outdated thing, the home phone. <laughs> Who the fuck has a home phone anymore? Yeah. <laughs> and she said when the phone was new, everybody was worried about it. And they yeah. thought the, all the kids would just be on the phone all day. <laughs> this is how y'all sound with this AI shit. Yeah. Okay, it's already here and it's coming. You're not gonna be able to stop it. It's, it's none. Okay. You, honestly, I think, I think what we need to do is just get with the program, man. Because outside of the music part, it's going into our jobs. Like they're going to take a lot of jobs. I think the best thing to do is try to learn how to use it and use it to your advantage. But it's going to eventually. It's going to take a lot of desk jobs. It's going. You know, you just going to have an AI. A person just running the AI stuff, and you know that's it's gonna do everything. Like like we was talking about earlier, we was talking about this um, that program that that website that AI uh, website, and it do everything you want it to do. <laughs> like it's not just strictly on office work. I can I can, you can help it show prep. You can you know you can help lesson plan. You can ask for ideas. You you mentioned you know you asked it to make me a, a tv show script or, or whatever it do anything you want so just imagine you know on a normal day-to-day -day job it's probably one person that know how to do like two things but now you got this ai generated thing that 
can do anything you wanted to do. So how much money you think that's saving? <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh it's spooky, but like I said, it's already here. Either roll with it or get rolled on. Unlock website on YouTube says if you live forever, do your kids and wife live forever as well? Um, probably, but would you want would you want to be locked in like that? Is my question. <laughs> um now yeah. you got me thinking of like what if you could like reset after a certain amount of years? And Start be like, over. okay, I'm I'm gonna go 80 years with my family, then I want to be like a reborn. And start, start over. Start over again. Yeah. That would be, yeah. I would like that. And then um, I think the good part about that too, one if you can still have like some of the knowledge. Like I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not saying you two years old and you know how to, you know, <laughs> do everything you, you know, no, but. You don't have to learn how to fucking count and shit again. Yeah. But you can just start as like a, a, a you have a, the basic knowledge, but you're, as far as relationships, you don't know anybody. Yeah, or you can, Sweet. or or this is what you can do when you turn a certain age. You can, you know, you can start regaining some of that knowledge you had in your previous life. So, like, if I'm yeah, sixteen, if I'm sixteen years old, I'm like, dang, I know what, exactly what I want to do in life. I, you know, this radio game. <laughs> you know, when I turn eighteen, I'm gonna go to this school. I'm gonna, you know, try to get back into radio, but I could get into it early. Because when I originally got into radio, I was like 25, 26. It was mm-hmm. a little later. But when if I start younger or when if I can start this rap stuff super early and I know exactly what to do to try to get on top. So that that would be dope. You get to redo your life, man. Yeah, that yeah. be dope. And all the stuff I messed up on, <laughs> I could try to do it again mm-hmm. the right way. Telling you, man, it's the possibilities are endless. And I don't know what we're talking about on this podcast. Yeah, we, we, we on done. some mushrooms or something, man. Rabbit holes here. <laughs> yeah, I think this might be our deepest rabbit hole ever. But it's it, it's exciting to think about things like this, man. I think about this stuff a lot, honestly. Me too. I'm a very sci-fi guy too. I read a lot of sci-fi and watch a lot of sci-fi <laughs> movies and, and books and stuff. So I like to think about the future and the possibilities and things. And one thing that's crazy, like, it's crazy to think about how far ahead people would dream even back then, you know? Yeah. Like, seeing people who, even the Star Trek dudes, like, that show was made in the 60s, man. Yeah. And they were thinking this far ahead in the future to where we'd have all this technology and be traveling space and shit. It's wild, man. So, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where it's going to end up, but it's exciting and scary at the same time. Derek said he's a Star Wars guy. Star Trek sucks. I'm sorry, man. I disagree. <laughs> uh, Star Wars is for kids. Star Trek is for uh, grown men who really think about things, you know. But uh, I-, I fuck with them both. But Star Trek is just special to me, man. I don't know. These Space Nines is shit. Yeah. Um, other things that happened this week. We got a few yeah. other things to talk about. Yeah, the mushrooms coming down right up. now. We're coming back to life now. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we got to dig ourselves out that deep-ass rabbit hole we we dug ourselves in talking about AI and the future and cyborgs and shit. Um, the 2024 Rock and Roll Rock and Roll Rock and Roll, rock and roll. Rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees have been announced. Um, very happy to report that Shaka Khan made it finally. About time, man! About I time. Know. He has been. Campaigning for a while, 
Um, I kind of wish they put all of Rufus in her band from the 70s. I thought they all should be in. But I'm, I'm happy that Shaka at least got in, man. Yeah. Uh, finally, Rage Against Machine made it, which I'm a fan of. They have been taking forever. I was wondering if that was going to happen. Um, they made it in. On the hip hop side, DJ Cool Herc made it. Okay, I think it's. Um, I, I think so, man. I think he was the beginning. So yeah, I'm de- like, look, if I, other I people can like, make it, I feel like if if we gonna put hip hop people in there, I think he should be in there. I feel like it when they started putting rappers and hip hop people in, they should have started from the beginning. I agree and worked their way up. Like they put people like Tupac and Biggie and Jay Z in too soon. I felt, man. Let's put Grandmaster Flash in first. Let's put uh, everybody in who was uh, involved in the making of hip hop, and, and let's work our way to the more recent acts. Yeah, but I felt like that was just an easy way to get attention and say, "Hey, Tupac's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hey, Jay Z in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame." Like, okay, I'm not mad anymore that they're in it. I don't. I, it's it's nice that they're in it, but uh, I felt like they should have went from the originators first. But we'll get there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, and, and let's be real, they put the two pops, the the Jay Z's and stuff in there because that that would bring more headlines. Exactly. Than a cool exactly. hurt. A lot of people who are not hip hop fans, or some that probably are, probably mm-hmm. never even heard of DJ Cool Hurt. Yeah. Or don't know the story behind that. So, yeah, it's good that he he's getting in there. Yeah, I, I, I'm down with it. Also, Missy Elliott. Is uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now. Oh, how you so, feel about that, man? <laughs> I'm fine with it, man. Like, look, I, I'm not. I think people, the 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 whole Missy Elliott is underappreciated thing is is getting overrated, if that makes sense. <laughs> because she was very appreciated. She won a lot of awards and got a lot of recognition during her prime. So. Um, I don't agree with everybody saying, oh, we don't give enough respect to Missy Elliott. Maybe you don't, <laughs> but we did in that time where she was had her run. Yeah. She was right for people in, in performing. She had number one single. She was going platinum. She got enough respect, man. I can't say she was underrated or underappreciated. I, I, I think where that come from is whenever we talk about female rappers, MCs, we always bring up like Lil' Kim. Yeah, and, you know, we kind of bring up those type of female artists. We 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 rarely put Missy Elliott in, you know, in that type of conversation for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's the because co- content. I don't know. Her her she didn't she wasn't a traditional rapper. Yeah, okay? she was a she hybrid. She sang a lot. She sang a lot, and her she had like a more experimental sound thanks to Timbaland, and yeah. the clique she was with was not rappers really. Yeah, she was with Timbaland, Genuine, Aaliyah, and yeah, they she, were mainly like in the R and B. She like did a lot of R and B stuff. Yeah, she was. And kind, she was kind of more of a pop artist than a R and B artist after a while. Yeah, yeah. So or I th- a rapper at least. Yeah, so I think that's probably the reason people say, "Oh, she underrated." Because when you you know some of the songs where she is rapping, it's like, okay, she you know she actually getting busy. It, it's kind of like the Lauren Hill conversation. Where people say, "Oh, you know, she's a, Lauren Hill is underrated because she can rap and sing." It's like she always kind of been like that. But I guess when people hear her rap or when people hear her sing, they say, "Oh, yeah, she ain't get enough credit for that." Like I felt like she did get a lot of credit. 
Yeah, and I'm sure the checks cleared like they were supposed to as well. Yeah, she got her Grammys so, and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's like when people say, and people say anybody's underrated. I remember Jamie Foxx before this, uh, the health thing happened, of course. Everybody was saying Jamie Foxx. Every time a, a clip of Jamie Foxx goes viral, everybody talks about how underrated he is. <laughs> And one Google search will show you the motherfucker got best actor at the Oscars, man. Okay? <laughs> he got Grammys. He's gotten every award you can get as a performer damn near. <laughs> so how is he, Jamie Foxx of all performers underrated? And he was all over the place. Yes. I feel like he cut every- TV shows, hit movies, hit hit albums, everything. Yeah, he did everything. a performer, he did. Yeah. Like, he actually was a comedian on stage. Yes. He act. <laughs> that dude, I think he probably danced. He did everything. He was on Living Color. Mm-hmm. He was a serious actor. He was a funny actor. He was a good singer. Like, dog, <laughs> a songwriter. He did everything, man. So, I... You know, like, I feel like we bring up Jamie Foxx whenever we talking about entertainment, though. Yeah. I, you know, it's not like a thing we never talk about him. <laughs> we uh, He come up any in any type of conversation. You can talk about R&B. Somebody will bring Jamie Foxx's album up. If you talk about, you know, uh, acting and impersonating, you bring up Jamie Foxx. If you talk about the serious role, you know, you bring up Ray or, you know, you bring up stuff. So I, I I really don't get that, man. Yeah, I don't either, man. I think every like if we don't mention them every single day, they're underrated. Like, no, they they got plenty of acclaim, and just because y'all wasn't alive or outside at that time doesn't mean <laughs> these people were underrated, man. Yeah. Yes, people talk about more recent artists on social media now because they're younger and more recent, but <laughs> doesn't mean that we just didn't appreciate Jamie yeah. Foxx when he was here or when he was active. I think the stuff so. that kind of irritated me a little bit was when people say the Jamie Foxx show was underrated <laughs> or nobody talk about the Jamie Foxx show. Yeah. That show was in rotation a lot, man. Yes. <laughs> like, not every... Like, I just don't understand, man. That show, yeah. I, watched a, I watched that show a lot. Like, every me day I, I came home, I watched Jamie Foxx's show. Yeah, that show was okay. in rotation. <laughs> yeah. Now, is it, like, the best sitcom of all time? No. Is it top five? No. But is it was a good sitcom at a time when there was a lot of great sitcoms out. Yeah. So, I understand what... Are we supposed <laughs> to say it was better than fucking Martin? I don't yeah. know, man. <laughs> I don't get but, it. But yeah, it's not underrated, man. People loved it in real time. We watched it and it stayed on TV forever. So Yeah. Would you would you say the Wayans brothers is underrated or is is it fairly rated? I think it's fairly rated. Honestly, I don't think it was very good outside of Pops and some of what Marlon did. Um, I haven't rewatched the 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 Wayans brothers, but I remember when I was watching it, it was kind of hit or miss. Like, some of it was funny. Some of it was just like, eh. Yeah. I feel like Sean was almost never funny on the show. And uh, the funniest thing was Pops. Yeah. So I, I think it's weird because when you watch a lot of sitcoms like that, some yeah. of the best some of the best episodes are the early ones. And then yeah. as it get later, it kind of die down. But to me, I think it was the opposite with this one. Because the early episodes, 
I think it was hit and miss. I thought it was funny. It was one of my favorite shows. Yeah. But the the um the later ones were um to me were better than the than the, like the first like the first second season. Yeah. I ain't really care for it, but the newer ones were the best to me. And um they had a lot of people on that show, man. That show I don't know what type of budget they had, but I think I want to say they, I I, I want to say they had Biggie on that show at one yeah. point. Bernie Mac was on. They had a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. It was an episode I tweeted it not that long ago at at the Figgy Fig. Uh, um, they was on Jerry Springer, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I I totally forgot about that. I'm like, dang. So uh, I do see a lot of people, you know, showing that show some love, but I feel like as a kid. The only shows that we always talked about was like Fresh Prince, Martin, yeah, and some other shows, and that was the show that people, you know, kind of slept on. But I think right now it's fairly, it's it, it is what is is where is that? I put Wayne's Brothers in like the same category of like a Malcolm and Eddie. That's you know, fair. Malcolm and Eddie was a good show, man. Yeah, that's it, it fair. It just wasn't. It wasn't Martin. Yeah. No, of um, course. Yeah. No, it's it fair. wasn't Fresh Prince even, but it was it was a good like there was a lot of black. That's the thing people don't understand now because we have like no really great black sitcoms outside of maybe like Abbott Elementary. Yeah. But like there was a time in TV where there was a lot of good black sitcoms on, yeah. and it was and not everyone could be the best. Yeah, but I mean, it, if you lasted more than a few seasons, that meant you were a good sitcom. Yeah, and just because we don't talk about them, that's just because there's a lot of stuff on TV, man. Yeah, it's it's up. It's kind of like being in the NBA and you being that good player that mm-hmm. just didn't win a ring. You know, you you know, like a Charles Barkley or something, who was the man who won an MVP yeah. and stuff, but he he went up against Jordan and and, and yeah. uh, Hakeem and all that stuff. So I think I think it's fair to say, I, you know, I wouldn't say the Wayans brothers is underrated or. Malcolm Eddie is, you know, underrated. I I just think it was a time where a lot of comedians had sh- good shows, and you know, I guess that's that's what it is. Yeah, but yeah, the the whole so and so was underrated thing. Like, I, I'm I'm getting sick of that. The the Wayans brothers was underrated. No, nah, it was. I think it was probably rated, man. Yeah, and it they stayed had, on TV. The thing is, man, if, it, if a show stays on TV for like five plus seasons, that means it's, that means it can't be underrated. Yeah, that means you're rated enough. Like literally, people are watching your show so much that they keep renewing it. Yeah, they had about five, six seasons. Yes. <laughs> so I think it was a, I think, and during that time too, you know, that was kind of the average. So I mean, they. Those, you know, you ain't get a lot of shows that only went for two seasons or something like that. But a lot of those shows, man, they was getting up to the seven, eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there. And um, I think that show lasted longer than it probably should have because those first mm-hmm. two seasons, I I thought it was all right. But you know, in this day and age, this season, that season probably wouldn't last. It probably would have just got to two and got canceled. But um. Yeah, man, I thought that was, I I, th- I thought they had a fair, you know, I thought that was a fair show. Yeah. Like, of course, it's not Fresh Prince or Martin or, you know, other shows like that, but I, I agree with you 100%. I put it up there with the Malcolm and Eddie and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Derek said my favorite was Pops for Friday. That was John Witherspoon. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I think he I think he carried the Wayans brothers, honestly, man. I think the show wouldn't have been the same without him. Um, HRW says, surprise, Ced- Cedric the Entertainer's The Neighborhood is still on. Yeah, Cedric the Entertainer has always stayed on TV somehow, man. <laughs> like, every time I look up, he's, like, I swear, since the Steve Harvey show, he's been in the sitcom on TV. Yeah, he, he stayed with time. the sitcom, man. Yes. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, must, but not surprised. He must have a good relationship on. with these companies where they would. Oh, yeah. Be, because he had a few other shows. Because remember the one show he had after Steve Harvey, I want to say? It was like, it was his own show, but it was like an improv type of show. Yeah. yeah that show, I forget I, what it was I called. Ain't really, I ain't really care for that show. But, um, yeah, I, I might have to check that show out to see how it was again, but. It wasn't a traditional sitcom. It was more like a, um, I want to say kind of like a, uh, I want to say in living color, but it was more like a show, kind of like a, not like a, maybe like a SNL type of style mm-hmm. where you had a live audience, but he was doing like random stuff, kind of like what Dave Chappelle be, uh, show end up being, where you yeah. just kind of do some of everything. It wasn't like a a, a normal uh, sitcom, but yeah, he always stayed with some type of show, man. <laughs> yeah, nah, he he stayed active, man. Uh, speaking of which, I saw the uh, Steve Harvey interview with the uh, Shannon Sharp, <laughs> and that was one thing he said. He was like, "Oh, uh, uh he basically said the uh, the Kansas comedy broke up because everybody wanted to do TV." In movies, he said movies actually, and Steve Harvey didn't want to do movies. Mm. I think it was more so that Steve Harvey wasn't as good of an actor as Bernie Mac or Ted the Entertainer, but whatever. (laughs) I think there was a lot of cap in that interview (laughs) with uh, him explaining. I mean, you got to see it. I mean, you don't have to see it, but I feel like Steve Harvey was uh, maybe lying a little bit about some things that happened uh, with all them. All right, we got to wrap this up because uh, I got to get something to eat before the fucking store closes. <laughs> so let, let's just speed around some topics, man. Let's let's talk about some shit real quick. Figgy, did you see the uh, the Met Gala bullshit? What do you think about it? Anything in particular? Do you see ASAP, your boy, crawl over that woman and put his <laughs> foot in her face? Yeah, he he wilding as usual. I'm not even surprised. <laughs> um, I seen some of the outfits. I I really wasn't intrigued. A tree by it, man. I'm I'm never really a tree about the Met Gala, man. <laughs> like it's it's kind of getting a little ridiculous. Yeah. And uh I can't believe this is a actual event that we that people cover. <laughs> I know. So um like it's not an award show. It, it it we're literally looking at people on the red cart or going into a building with weird themes. So um yeah, some stuff I took away from it was Doja Cat, uh, Ashley being a cat, <laughs> mm-hmm. and not saying anything but meowing, and um, yeah, that's that's all I got from it, man. I I I wasn't really impressed. Yeah, I'm about sick of that Illuminati convention. They could go ahead and <laughs> and I wish that died with the the lockdown and the pandemic. <laughs> I wish that was one live event we didn't need to bring back the fucking Met Gala, but <laughs> whatever. Um, are you surprised that Sauce Gardner didn't know who Jessica Alba was? I I was not surprised, man. He look, this dude like 22, 23 years old. And let's be honest, I I knew who she was because I thought she was fine. 
back in the day, back in the 2000s. I thought she looked good. But if if somebody put a gun up to my head and said, name five movies or shows she played in, <laughs> the only one I could think of off the top of my head was Honey. <laughs> and outside of that, man, I you know, I can't I can't come up off the top of my head uh, everything she played in. So I'm looking at the pictures from the game because the the whole story goes that um, I guess uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers invited Sauce Gardner to the uh, or went to the Knicks game with him to the Garden. Yeah, to the Garden. (laughs) The Met, the uh, the Mecca, uh, the Mecca of basketball. (laughs) And uh, I guess uh, Aaron Rodgers was pointing out, "Oh, Jessica Alba's there," and Sauce Gardner had no idea who that was. But she she's still very pretty, man. Look at she's her; still, she's beautiful. She still look good, man. Damn, she's fine. Yeah. But uh, are you yeah, shocked? Worth shocked, huh? Are you shocked? He didn't know who she was. No, because I even I, I had to think, and I liked her. Yeah. <laughs> but I when I heard it, I thought, wait, who is Jessica Alba? Oh yeah, she was in Sin City and uh, Fantastic Four and all that shit. Yeah. But I, I hadn't seen her in so long. I had to even think about what who she was because I get yeah. the Jessica's mixed up Jessica Biel Jessica Alba I used to always get them mixed up yeah but um I knew who she was because I liked her a lot but I, I liked her because of the way she looked it wasn't like a mm-hmm. thing where she was just this good a- actress where you know it's like oh how you ain't gonna know who she is she played in so-and-so I feel like she don't really have those type of movies where you could just point like, oh, how you ain't gonna know Denzel? He played in Training Day. Remember, mm-hmm. she ain't got one of those. So, who who would you compare Jessica Alba to as a like, a like? Is she like the white Jada Pickett? Is she like the white? Uh, because I feel like like I wouldn't put her up there as like one of those elite actors or actresses. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like she was kind of like that that two thousands fine ass. I would say actress. like. You can't say Halle Berry. If Halle Berry never won an actor or won a grand or uh, Oscar, if she never won an Oscar, yeah. I would say Halle Berry because Halle Berry was just in movies because she looked really good. Yeah. But then she won an Oscar, so she had to be taken seriously as an actress. Yeah, Jessica Alba never got that. Yeah. So who who was always in shit just because they looked good and they were black? <laughs> You got to think, I, I got to think about it. maybe Tyra Banks, but she wasn't in that many movies. Yeah. Um, I got to think about that. Who yeah. was like the equivalent to Jessica Alba? Yeah, because, I don't know. because look, like us being black, we know a lot of, you know, other black actresses who played in like some hood classics. And we would be like, how you ain't gonna know Jada Pickett? Or how you ain't gonna know this person? But in reality, a lot of people might not really know who they were for their movies. They just kind of know them because of, you know, she's married to Will Smith or she's, you know, she played in a few things. I feel like that's kind of what Jessica Alba is. She, you know, she looked really good and she played in a few things. I don't think people, like, I, I totally get why he didn't know who she was. Because yeah. what 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 else does she play in? First of all, young. Second of all, like where's she been at the past few years? She probably like married a billionaire and retired a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is what she's up to. Wow, she she's beautiful, man. Look at her. She is. <laughs> Damn. I used to have the biggest crush on her. How yeah. old is she? She's 42. Okay. Damn. <laughs> and uh her last movie 
was in oh she's been in stuff i guess it's like <laughs> straight to dvd el camino christmas killers anonymous mechanic the resurrection i haven't heard of Man, any I of never these heard e- yeah <laughs> so i guess she's still technically acting i just would, would you say i think she's like in some straight to netflix would, type would shit. you would you say she's kind of like a vivica a fox I think the, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Because, okay. it, 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 because but they're not the same type of actress. I think nah. Gay Fox played like harder roles. Yeah. And Jessica Alba is just like, uh, she was a pretty face. Yeah. But I would say they're kind of similar. Megan Good is a good one. That's, actually, that's, actually, that's, 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 that's the better one. That's the better one. Yeah. Jessica Alba is like Megan Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually pretty fair. That's the that's the perfect one. <laughs> Because you, I mean, when you looking at Megan Good as this top notch mm-hmm. uh, actress, but she looked good and then she play her role good. Yes. So yeah, no, that makes sense. Because I, like I could go around this station right now and be say, and say you know Megan Good, and they probably wouldn't. <laughs> but we kind of know who she is, and she had a moment in the two thousands where we were like, damn, she fine as hell. <laughs> she was she was definitely everybody crush at one point. So yeah, that's that's a good one. Yep. Okay, she's been married since 2008. She has three kids. Fuck, I'm off her now. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping she was still single out of here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm not surprised Sauce didn't know her because what what has she been in that he would recognize her from from the past like 10, 15 years? Yeah, she ain't got Nothing. no legendary movie like that where you yeah. gotta know who she is. Yep. But I still like her. Um, real quick, what else happened? Um, is that about it? And I don't want to talk about that Freddie Gibbs shit. Um, What's this whole thing? I saw the whole thing about Brian Gibbs, uh, Brian Gibbs, Brian McKnight. Um, and apparently he had a post where he talked about like his most recent kids, but he yeah. didn't bring up the kids from his other relationships. Yeah, so, so now people think that he hates his other kids. So apparently, um, so he's re- I want to say he's remarried. And he had, um, I want to say, I think I want to say he's a stepdad to his current wife right now, like to uh, the kids of his current wife, and he have kids by her too, and he don't acknowledge his kids at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I guess recently, or uh, an interview got dug up of him talking about his current relationship, and he was talking about how this current wife is the best relationship he ever had, and. The kids are amazing. He was just kind of bragging about that current relationship and not acknowledging his other kids at all. I think his kids kind of came out and said how he don't talk to him or do anything like that to him. And I guess I want to say he have another. So, side note, his early kids, he have a kid named Brian Knight Jr. So, he had a recent kid with his new wife. Name is Brian Knight. <laughs> 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 so apparently I guess uh, people started digging up some stuff where he don't really acknowledge his other kids at all and he was saying I guess the I want to say that his stepdaughter he looked at her as a he he called himself a girl dad like this is my first like it's feel good being a girl dad to her and all this other stuff totally ignoring that he have another daughter that he don't really speak to so um, a lot of look, man. I don't want to sit here and defend them because I think that's I don't know the situation, but I feel like 
his Instagram posts and all that stuff was a little bit too much and petty. You could tell he's throwing shots. But I'm kind of wondering what happened. A lot, I see a lot of people weighing in, kind of trashing him, but I kind of want to know why he acting like that. I, I, I wonder if something happened between his ex-wife and kids or something to the point where he just don't want anything to do with them anymore. So uh, I, I haven't seen really I haven't really seen anybody talk about that. So I wonder if something seriously happened where he was really hurt and heartbroken, where he don't want anything to do with his past, and he just moving forward, or is he just a, a piece of shit <laughs> that just left his old family behind and don't want to acknowledge his kids? I mean, it could be a lot of things. It could be his woman don't want to deal with any of that shit. So. I mean, sometimes you see somebody get in a relationship and they just disappear. Yeah. I mean, maybe he just wanted they she she wanted him to start a whole new life. Like we're talking about rebooting your life. Maybe he really did it. <laughs> no, he really just did that shit. Life. <laughs> no, he really did. He got another son named Brian McKnight. <laughs> yeah, he started over. Started yeah. back at one. I know I've seen that joke. I can't even claim that because I saw that joke about this. So yeah, I can't even say that was my idea. Yeah. But yeah, he rebooted his whole life, man. He said, fuck it, I'm starting over. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he mentioned how um, all of his classic songs, I guess, really don't mean nothing anymore. And yeah, his newer songs is, you know, really really comes from the heart and the other songs didn't. So I'm just like, damn. Like, he, remember, he his first wife, he was married for like 13, 14 years. He's married for a long mm-hmm. time. So he just, he really started over with his life <laughs> and just deleted everything in the past. So it's it's kind of wild, man. But like I said, a lot of people are trashing him, saying he ain't shit and all that stuff. That could be the case, but I'm kind of curious. I really want to know from his point of view what happened. <laughs> like, why is he acting like that? Like, if it was a thing where his wife cheated and, you know, the kids knew about the wife cheating or something like that, and he just said, F all y'all, and just want to start over, then, you know, I'm not saying it's right, but I kind of understand that. But it's it's kind of wild, man. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I don't know what happened there. It could be a lot of things. Maybe one of the kids will speak up or the baby mama, I don't, the ex-wife, I don't know. But... Yeah, I, I just hate personally when somebody says, ooh, my next year is the best shit I've ever made, and they're like 50 years old. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not, okay? Yeah. You, you had your run, it's over. <laughs> um, you're not going to be an R&B icon at 50-plus years old. Sorry. Yeah. Um, HRW on Twitch asked, did either of y'all go to the Smart Financial Classic Hip Hop show? I did not. I looked up the lineup when you mentioned that, and it, I wish I did, honestly. Yeah, Scarface. <laughs> Dougie Fresh, Rakim, Slick Rick, Big Daddy Kane, and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Now, see, that's like a real old school show, man. Yeah. You got to be 40 and up. Yeah. (laughs) To appreciate that one. Real old school hip hop show. I don't like when they throw a hip hop show and they throw in people from like the 80s and the 2000s. I'm yeah. like, nah, that, that that's two, yeah. two different eras. You got okay? gra- you got Grandmaster Flash, and then you got somebody like uh, Soldier Boy, Bow Wow, or some shit. Yeah, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, nah, but that 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 sounds like a, a, a it was a dope show, man. I didn't go. I didn't even know what's happening. It was on April 29th. I wish I went, 
But uh, if you did, let us know how it was, man. That I, looks dope. I want to say... I always wanted to go see a DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff show, man. He was on an amazing DJ set, so... Yeah. I want to say this show was around the same time of the... Uh, remember the show... Um, I think it was a show with like uh, Juvenile, Manny Fresh. It was it was a show something like yeah. Or you know what? Uh, yeah, I think it was a show something like that where it was a bunch of legend. It was like a legend show. It was mm-hmm. like Juvenile, Manny Fresh, and some other people that was kind of late '90s, early 2000s, somewhere around there. I think it was a show like that because people was kind of getting them confused. So um, yeah, I didn't go to this one though. This one sound this one sound fire. Yeah, I would, hate that I missed it, man. I wish yeah, I had I would, a heads up. I would have to, sure I would have to dress up in an Adidas suit. Right, right. <laughs> oh, you show definitely tales. get the Kango, get the Kango <laughs> popping. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I can't go yeah, in there man. with no tight jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big ass gold chain, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, if you went, let us know how that shit went. Um, anything I think that about wraps it up for this podcast, man. I think that covers up pretty much everything uh that went down this week. Yeah. So we can go ahead and close this one out. It's been a long podcast. It's been a good one though. Yeah, we appreciate, we appreciate everybody. Feedback. Yeah, everybody on watching on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. We appreciate y'all, man. This was fun. Yes. <laughs> no, definitely. We do it again every Friday around eight o'clock. Um, streaming live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, etc. Also have the podcast up on all streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So we're not on title yet. I think we've given that up. Yeah. We just don't have the plug. <laughs> but appreciate everybody who came through. We actually had so many I came and name y'all all this time. But I know Miguel, Derek, HRW, everybody else, Tab stopped by, yep. armchair, keyboard coach, Jerry uh, McKinney. Yes, all <laughs> y'all. Mark Nash TV. We got to link up again, man. Yes, uh, uh, appreciate everybody who stopped by spoon. and left comments and watched the podcast. Man. Yeah, spoon. My my little niece Diasha, Miguel. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to all y'all. This was fun. It was. Let's do it again next week. How about that? <laughs> yes. And uh, until then, y'all. Peace out. Peace, love. In in the words of now rock and roll Hall of Famer Don Cornelius. Peace, love, and soul, y'all. Peace.